I was born ready. See, it, it must also know that I'm that I'm black because like there's this like a uh, local guy who's like sued the cops all over Texas for like I think like like five hundred thousand dollars at this point. Damn. Yeah. And he just like trolls the shit out of them. John, it's seven thirty. What the fuck, man? Oh yeah, it's, this is I'm my fault. <laughs> All right, I'm um, starting the stream. Go ahead and play in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. It is the 14th of January 2022. This is episode 75. I've titled it Assorted Topics and then today's date. Uh, my name is Michael Debs and I'm the host. I am joined as always by Danko Suvin from the Instagram handle at DankTheLuz. And also John the Producer from the Instagram handle at Discopathic. Danko, how you doing, bud? I'm uh, there's a lot there's a lot going on with me right now. Um first would be that I uh I can't believe we're finally three quarters of the way there. Uh because we 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 did promise everyone that once we hit a hundred, you know. Oh, yeah, the thing. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> but also you you name episodes before we record them? Yeah. This is the first time. No, I that do it seems... all well. I, I just did it this time because it's not very clever or unique or anything. Yeah, so it, it's like it's a it's an anti joke. But but in order to like have a graphic for for the YouTube um, um, ahead of time, I, I necessarily have to kind of name it a little bit. Well, I guess that 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 actually ends up bringing me to. Um, do, do you have a follow up question? Not a, not a question, but but kind of a, a general philosophical statement. Oh, okay. Which is that I'm really kind of offended by the techno determinism involved in this. Yeah, I, I knew it was going to be something like that. Either yeah, either some kind of determinism or um, yeah. Um, what's what's the other one? Uh, Robot bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, hyper. Uh, hyperstition. Hyperstition. That's the one. There yeah. we go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just just naming it beforehand just seems uh, seems like you're trying to control us, and uh, I um, literally make you guys show mm -hmm. up seven thirty every Friday night to do a podcast. Yeah. So the, to, the to, control mechanism is there. <laughs> yeah, society. Yeah. Well, here's here's the big uh, a, almost a meaningless question I get all the time. Go ahead. Is is the Benzo Rehab Dungeon a society of control or a disciplinary society? Uh, it is and absolutely. It, it, yes. it seems very disciplinary. It does seem really disciplinary. Yeah, a lot of but, discipline here. Yeah. Go ahead. 
I don't know. I, I'd say it's a society control, but I'm really to answer your question. I'm really sick right now, so I'm going to be useless yeah. and irritating. So, like one How of those, are you, John? like one of those Fox <laughs> News cowards. I mean, do, do you care if we, we tell people why you're sick? Uh, no, I don't give a shit. Okay. Uh, you you got you got the Rona. Yeah, double double Rona. We don't know what variant it is. Is that true? We don't. Um, I assume it's the one that everyone in the world has right now. That, that, that <laughs> yeah. does seem like a pretty plausible. Uh... <laughs> yes. Um, um, but yeah, so I wanted to because, you know, one of the Fox News like main hosts, one of the five or whatever I think it is, uh, got mm-hmm. got Corona. And so they all the four. Well, no, they 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 all went uh, remote like cowards. Oh, yeah. I wanted yeah. you to come over in studio today so we could. Well, that's why like... I'm here in studio today. Well, yeah, you are in studio. Today. Yeah, <laughs> like we we were kissing before yeah. we started this. Not a bug just... chaser. I'm just more brave than the Fox News hosts. Is all. That's true. Um, John couldn't brave. make it as always brave because he's in Texas. Yeah, that's um, true. But... Yeah, no, it's, that's that's also my fault. I, yeah. I, I did I did move away from that's from true. You. We used to live yeah. pretty near. Like we all could have been buds hanging out on the weekend, but you didn't know one of us, and you moved away from the other one that you did know, which is me, and I'm still heartbroken. Yeah, God, how are yeah. you doing, by the way? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'm 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 even more depressed with guilt now. I w- I, I was yeah. wishing for the hundredth episode, you know, today because of the the title oh. yeah yeah but uh um, yeah but not not now i'm wishing it for regretting my life choices that's fair why yeah, does the title connect to 100 i don't know <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, I think because we're gonna title that something like the one where we kill ourselves <laughs> oh yeah. the 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 yeah. team the tw- what the fuck is the well, always sunny once thing? Again, making a completely unmonetizable uh, uh, live stream here. Yeah. At work. I um, mean, it's our job. Five to minutes. Demonetize in. things. <laughs> so let's let's go ahead and jump into the episode because nobody cares about our banter. Um, nobody yeah. likes us. First off, no, no, no one is here to just feel like they're hanging out with people while they're stuck in their house. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you, and I watched a movie, uh, and oh. so we have another movie review that, of that... the fine piece of cinema. So I don't know if you saw the uh, the link that I put in the uh, the chat, but I I time stamped it to to the kitchen scene. Oh, dude, yeah, that which, one's which I premium. felt was one of the better scenes that kind of expresses <clears throat> really what's going on with the the cinematography. Yeah, the it's, the a, sound, it's exemplary. Uh, the sound engineering. The uh, that's my favorite part of that scene, actually. So <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad you bring it up. So <laughs> um, the uh, the framing, the the mise en scène, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> and the mise en place. Yeah, um, I don't know huh. that much Latin. Um, <laughs> 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 I know, oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I that was a shit post joke. All right. Before somebody says what this fucking idiot doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> um, so so the 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 movie is called Robot in the Family. Um, yes. Yes, thank you for making it uh, big mode. Uh that fits into the the screen better on the stream. It's, 
it's also it's a prequel to the matrix (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, do you want to give any kind of background to what robot in the family (sighs) is there's so much background here Um, a, a turkish immigrant Played by Joey Pantoliano yeah. from The Matrix. He's yes. the guy that, that eats the meat, that eats the steak in The Matrix. Correct. He's a Turkish immigrant, maybe, but it's this, the background is confusing because maybe it was his grandfather or his, his, his wife's father who was the immigrant. But one way or another, he's extremely Turkish Yes, in a weird they, joke way. So they, He they, sounds like Barat. Well, He's yeah, because they, because that that guy's like an Irish person from fucking New Jersey or something. I don't know what that fucking accent is. It's it's but the Barrett like, accent. Well, no, no, I mean his like actual accent, the actor's. Accent. Oh yeah, he's yeah. just a New Yorker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or Bostonian or whatever. <laughs> So so not not only is he Borat sometimes, but also yeah. he kind of dips into um like Tommy Wiseau. Uh, yes, there. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like it, yeah. He is the, the accent is not very consistent, which is the only complaint I have about this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it the, the movie. I mean, should I give away like what my overarching take is, or should I? No, wait no, on no. That? We should we should wait until we okay. watch the scene. I think, um, but, but but a little bit more background. The, but yeah, this, a little bit more background. This uh, Turkish immigrant. Jo- uh, yeah, is an jo- inventor. Joey, Joey Pantsman. Yeah. He builds a robot for uh, some reason. It's never uh, explained how he builds the robot either. There's a weird dream sequence before he actually builds the robot where yeah. it's like envisioning the robot in his brain and the, the robot's saying weird stuff to him. Yeah. And I I have a theory about that, but I'll I'll wait on it. But yeah. So he he's a general inventor, kind of. That's his dream, but he's actually just antique stealer. Which right. in this movie, what an <laughs> antique stealer is is a person who owns an antique store, which are two very different things. And the antique store is next to another antique store that is that actually deals in antiques. Yeah, and is is good at its job. Who is no shit owned and operated by the the guy the bad date guy from uh, from fucking indiana jones well it's uh it's john rice davies uh, who was also Thank you. gimli and lord of the rings i think most people I, probably no, recognize him by... is he yeah that's bizarre yeah. oh he's yeah. actually a really good actor and it's, he's phenomenal it's which amazing is like they're both pretty good actors in... yeah it's amazing not, not that in he made this. his way into this um yeah and actually, he, he yeah, Davies is like he acts as well as he can in in this. Uh, I mean, he's just like a racist Persian uh, stereotype uh, <laughs> yeah. that like hates everyone, but it's also like an arms dealer. It's a very racially confused movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like this is what like all antique stores actually are, though. It's like yeah. one that's just filled with like crap. It's basically just a thrift store. That calls itself an antique store, right? So, and then, and right. then a real one right next to it. But it's been but my the, experience. No, that that that's, that seems about right. Um, but by the the last thing, the important thing about the robot is that the robot uh, has, as we know through his theme song, his very racist <laughs> oh. sounding theme song, "Gold Digger, Gold Digger." Yeah, gold digger. with what bad audio, it sounds quite a it's, lot like something else and i was quite it alarmed so bad it sounds so bad uh but he's Does he designed, dig gold he's designed to find gold yes. and also do oh. everything else like electrocute cops 
Uh, oh, you know, nice. Light people on fire and cure blindness. Well, he only gets and... a he only gets like a parking meter guy, not not an actual cop. No, yeah, not like a cop guy. Oh, yeah. uh, he, um, he hasn't got the confidence for that yet. Well, yeah, so, sorry, so I, he, I, I he's almost got, got he's to my got point. Three but, yeah. major functions, which yeah, is calling he, the cops when someone screams. Yes, playing oh, with the so kids. You can electrocute them. Uh, <laughs> oh. Playing with the kids is the other one, and then he also finds gold. And for for yeah. some reason, this is like the perfect robot invention, uh, according to the racist Turkish stereotype played by Tommy Pan- Pantaleone. Yeah. Um, also, also, every racist stereotype in this movie is also uh, racist against Jews. Like that, they're that all was Jewish be the stereotypes. Last thing also. I brought up before we exactly. played this is. <laughs> I think that Gold Digger is supposed to be a Jew. Oh, yeah. so so what is he like a Jewish refugee from and, Turkey? And, and you're gonna Ooh. hear him talk in a certain voice that you're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a maybe anti-Semitic way to portray a Jewish person. Yeah. Um, so let's just go ahead and roll and- this. Um, this is uh this the scene happens after a long night out of um um fuck, what's his name? Antileone. Yeah. I can't remember the Damn character's man. name. I think it's Joe or something. I don't know. It's 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 fine Turkish name. Yeah. Or it might be a boo or something like that. I I, I don't remember. Jesus. I can't remember. I, 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 yeah. That's not even me making stuff up. I think I remember that name being thrown out. But right. uh, they've been out for a long time because uh the, the plot line is that there's this helmet that's been stolen from the, the helmet of Suleiman. Yeah. The helmet of Suleiman has been stolen, and now, now, like world peace is in jeopardy because two yeah. religious Middle Eastern factions are fighting over it. Um, well, yeah, yeah, it's it's not even that that the Middle East is is its peace is in jeopardy. It's just that it's kind of implied that the only reason that there's war in the Middle East in general is yeah. just like it's this metaphysical property of the Middle East caused by a hat going missing. <laughs> uh, so he's been out trying to find this hat because he's pretty sure that the uh, the character played by John Rise Davies uh, has stolen it, but he can't find it. And, and the detective that he's been talking to thinks he's crazy. So he's going to be talking to the detective and then he he's going to program the robot to make breakfast for the kids. And, yeah. Um, and, and <laughs> one, wow. one final thing, just, just to, just to, point this out to be fair before we do hit play is that so so what you're saying is is in this scene a turkish man is blaming a persian man for taking something from him which seems pretty <laughs> racist but it ends up that the persian man did take it yeah well <laughs> which seems like a thing that has happened before yeah probably probably um <laughs> anyway <laughs> and that they're all also jewish yeah uh go ahead and play it <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. No, I'm not crazy. Detective? Alex. Detective? I guess you didn't get the statue last night. Did you, Dad? No, Alex, I didn't. But I'm going to make a wonderful surprise for Mommy. I'm going to program Gold Digger and make breakfast. Goldigger, breakfast, breakfast, the most important meal of the day. I think I owe the bugs out too. Green eggs and ham, pancakes, like lemon cakes, pork, yeah, and but, cheese. Yeah, but I like crime fighting better. The hardwood collection. You have five for
Is there an echo on this video? No, there's yes. a wee, 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 and echo and all sorts of awful shit. And the audio gets worse. Yeah. Oh, wow. It gets a lot worse. Also, again, we've already pointed this out, but don't program a house help machine called Gold Digger. <laughs> and don't say it in that accent. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you please? <laughs> yeah for some reason he so, pours liquid drain cleaner in there um yeah there's there's a lot of like puns and stuff in here uh, which are awful like he says i'm in a jam when his hand <laughs> is stuck in the toaster uh <laughs> but but the first off the whole thing sounds like a nightmare like it, it has <laughs> yeah. like weird ethereal background sounds like children screaming and there's like too many of them like it sounds like a full playground full of kids yeah and there's yeah. like two of them j- j- jumping around in the room and th- this guy is ripping the room is- into shreds but but the thing i wanted to point out uh which is just I- I- incredible to me is that this robot he he doesn't usually use the word mommy uh but he says daddy all the time yeah he, he he's constantly to the, the turkish guy as daddy and he, he's always, when he's like, not around just when he has no reason to be yeah. talking about him he's obsessed with daddy 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 this, daddy. this entire it's, film is dominated by the robot constantly narrating every single thing that's going on and a lot of stuff that isn't <laughs> and, and a lot of stuff that isn't and then when there's like nothing left to narrate he, he starts singing nursery rhymes and it's all yeah. in that voice. It's all, oh, I gotta find my daddy. Seashells, seashells by the seashores. Like, it's just fucking insane. Yeah. And, the entire and I, time. I, I always... I always feel bad for actors in like full costume because so often like Kane Hodder and like people like that, like they, they do phenomenally well, you know, playing as like, you know, a slasher or something like that, but they don't have any lines. Uh, and, 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 you know, that, that, that kind of sucks, but it's also, you know, necessary kind of, yeah. this is a man in a full body costume who he he has more lines than anyone has ever had in a movie. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like the whole movie is him monologuing nonsense, whether or not he's on the screen. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the, when it comes to that drain cleaner thing, the thing he says right before it is something like, I'm going to make you a breakfast that won't cause like indigestion and stuff like that. Yeah. It's it, it, which I think the implication is that, I'm just going to make something and it, it won't make you feel bad because it'll make you die. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like there's a lot of thought put into the movie uh, and very little thought put into it. Like there yeah. are these moments where it's just like, ha ha, what if, but well, it's, uh, and yeah. so now the robot's trying to murder no, mommy and daddy. No, that's, that only exists uh, in someone's mind for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So let's uh let's continue to play this and uh, I'll tell you when to pause again. Sure. One TV dinner can be right up. TV or not TV, that is the question. And kids, don't forget to share. He's now putting you the can TV watch cartoons with in your dinner the microwave. Don't eat too much, you will spoil your breakfast. It's a TV dinner. I think I will take this to the shop and sell it as an in. Now for the pizza, we need flour. I'm a pizza person. Sorry, Cindy. I'm going to show mine. Something to mix them in. Everybody get down on the floor and mix the dough. Pizza party, let's have fun. Don't call mommy yet, kids. We want this to be a surprise for her. Explosion. Yeah, this Kids is the... the sauce and anchovies and pepperoni. Write them, cowboy! After breakfast, you can all write them. Aren't my bayana? Not only is food good for you, but it's also fun, too. Food fight! Where should we make the pizza, kids? On the floor, in your head, or in the oven? Hmm, decisions, decisions. Come on, let's play! Oh, yeah, I think that's fun. Oh, my God, Johnny, you're out of my this is a movie about war in the Middle East. Yep. <laughs> uh, go ahead and pause now. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be immediately after this or if it's worth watching to to get to that point. But I think the next time we see the kitchen, which might actually be a little ways from now, yeah, it is covered in cum. That's true. Like it is. It 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 is almost impossible that they didn't mean for it to look like it was covered in cum. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is a very weird movie, Daddy. Um, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> right? Uh, there's a, um, there, there's like a, a weird foot fetish scene in it. Oh yeah. Um, we don't have to find that. I, I don't oh, think we should play it on YouTube, anyways. <laughs> it's incredible though. Um, so the, the the foot fetish scene, it's um, it. So Joey Pantman, uh, he goes into the this uh, this bone doctor, this osteopath's uh, office, which is the maybe one of the most bizarre sections of the movie. It's pretty weird. Um, where the osteopath is also an antique collector, because of course he is. Yeah, everyone's an antique and, collector here. And his secretary is the horniest person in the world. And oh. is just talking like horny and violent. Yeah. Uh, oh. And and talking about like, oh man, he's the best at cutting bones. And then the next moment is like sucking on uh, Pantman's cast, which has been molded into the shape of human toes. Yep. And then like talking about Bernini and like how amazing like the sculptures of Rodin are, but how it doesn't like match up to his his foot job. Which is what she calls it. She, she literally says the word foot job. And all of this happens. He didn't need to cast or anything. He's put in the cast as a revenge, uh, as a way for the doctor to stop him because he's in cahoots with the other antique man. So, but I don't think he's injured in any way. He just has a weird horny cast put on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah. is this is this the first YouTube poop? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, in, in general, this, this, this whole thing is, is incoherent and I, I know I say that sometimes, um, maybe a little bit too much, but this is truly incoherent where 
one scene does not lead into the next scene necessarily um y- you know there's there's a lot of like like dead hanging cliff sort of stuff like oh yeah like the the fact that the kitchen was made a mess like basically never gets addressed at any point in the movie um right before that scene for whatever reason the robot decides it doesn't recognize daddy when he comes home and so it like tries to expel him as an intruder and it just cuts out like mid like scuffle and then it goes to that scene where we started where he's trying to call the detective well Um, the the operating theory i think is that they can do anything they want with the robot because it's implied that daddy can reprogram him in an instant yeah, but like it's never addressed. Like, oh, I'm it's, I have no, to nothing re- is ever addressed. Yeah, in nothing this. is ever addressed. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just uh, shambling through, uh, yeah. as Maddie says in the comments. And don't worry, Robert, I'll address your comment in a second. Um, it, it's uh, it's a nightmare. The whole thing is yeah. a nightmare. It's it's a mm. cacophony of constant noise and stress, and <laughs> you can't figure I, I, out what's going on half the time. Like. Even if you're watching it intently, you don't know what the fuck is happening anymore. No, I've um, seen this movie twice this week uh, <laughs> with a horrible fever, uh, which didn't help, but it also did make me feel like I communed with it in a deeper way. Um, <laughs> and I still don't know what the you fuck. looked into the yeah. abyss and, and pulled out nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I looked at the abyss and I pulled out more abyss. Um. um I do have a theory, though. Oh, yeah, please go ahead. Yeah. Do you know the the old movie slash legend of the golem? Yes. So it's uh, the uh, a man made of clay built by a Jewish mystic using Kabbalah. Yep. In order to defend him and his family. Uh, And it's always implied that the the golem is is not quite a complete person because people can't do the act of God, which is producing people uh, and all this shit. So you can't fuck it or it can't fuck you. Uh, (laughs) You can fuck it and it can fuck you just fine. Yeah, just, I don't think that's, it's, that's the, the it's more never entirely there. <laughs> yeah. It just never, it just never feels quite right. Uh, so he, he builds his golem, and there, per my knowledge, are, are like quite a few different ways for this to end. But it, like it eventually turns back to clay, or they like tell it, "Hey, you, you've been a good boy," and you know, they they put it away, kind of thing, or you know whatever. Uh, but that's what's happening in this. This is a weird international. It's like a, them, them making a kids movie about this weird international crisis that they do not understand. And what they're saying is that this this Jewish golem uh, of the Israeli state exists in order to find and extract capital in order to protect American <laughs> families <laughs> while while the like the Turks and the Persians <laughs> and people who are, you know, maybe what these people view as like satellites or approximate of those, uh, aren't, you know, aren't, Arabs among them, um, which are not those things um, are in conflict, but also some amount of cooperation and how really the problem is that uh, there are some uh, a couple of bad actors that want to hold on to like the history of the place. Isn't uh, isn't Turkey and Persia the same place? No, no, no. Iran and Persia are the same. Yeah. Oh, Iran. That's right. Yeah, Iran. Um, yeah. And there is like there's well, it's 
I mean, the, the, this the, movie has to have some amount of like historical context that does exist in the author's mind as they're writing it. Like, I'm sure that they know something <laughs> because there is certainly a lot of like tension and weird politicking that have, have happened between all three of these parties in the past. Uh, and I'm sure that they're aware of it in a weird, like my mom told me a racist story that she got from her, <laughs> her uncle kind of thing. And it's informed the entire worldview of producing this. Um, but I really do think it's, it's produced for like a Jewish Hollywood base about them but I need to find out who the author is. I'm going to look that up while we continue on. But yeah. this is an incredible, weird remake of the Gollum. Is all I'm saying. I highly recommend Very you racist. watch it um, with, with or without some kind of uh, psychoactive stimulant, perhaps. <laughs> what a stimulant that that'll hurt you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this, this is just like like the most terrible like like acid trip. Mm. Yeah. 1.8 on IMDb. Um, it was pretty good. It's got like three out of five stars on Amazon. I saw. That's pretty good. <laughs> so they'll do anything to sell sell a movie. <laughs> the, um, looks like the author is Jack Shaul. Uh, who that, that has doesn't, that doesn't ring like any kind of ethnic name or anything. <laughs> well, the really funny thing here is he was an also he was also an actor in the movie, and I wasn't oh, aware of this. Wow. He that was Isaac movie. Shamir, which the, again the Hasidic Jew guy, no, wasn't he? He was the blind Jewish guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who Jesus. the robot Kills. gives his sight back to, <laughs> like Jesus. Yeah. And runs into the street only to get hit by a car. Yep. While yelling in a very, I'm I'm gonna say it, guys. I'm gonna be direct in a very Jewy way. It's true. I can see. I can see. I can see. I'm not gonna do it. I can't do yeah. a Jewish impression, and I shouldn't ethically. <laughs> I mean, I'm, ethical I'm... <laughs> limitations forbidden from <laughs> Co contract obligations yeah. uh, with the Benzo Rehab Dungeon demand that I don't do any <laughs> Jew impressions. <laughs> HR really locked down the uh, what we what we're allowed to do here. Yeah, I know. I'm allowed to say gold yeah. digger as much as I want, but I can't. Yep. You know, do Just a Jewish voice. Got to make sure that those yeah. two D's are real in there yeah. <laughs> Gold digger um, let's, let's move on uh real quick robert, robert in the comments yeah. says uh, did you know that when people put benzo rehab dungeon into youtube the first thing that comes up is a government helpline yes i've been yeah. made aware of that and uh i, I should. find it hilarious now uh, <laughs> it should do that yeah. if, what are you doing right now listener yeah. watcher everyone what are you doing <laughs> why are you, you doing you this to help? yourself <laughs> dear lord yeah. next Don't time, use next that time you though, go to watch try to the live the stream just click the government helpline for god's sakes yeah <laughs> um so so let's get into into the the good uh funny rest of this podcast episode oh yeah um, we're talking about other stuff yeah we we went pretty long on the uh, gold digger, but you I know, mean it's a great movie. There's it, a lot yeah. to be said about it. Like I said, uh, recommended watch. Um, just just to <laughs> absorb how uh, uh, atrocious it is. Which I I, I think 
at this point, um, this might be something we do most weeks, right? Is have some kind of like awful media yeah, critique. Yeah, this, this seems to be a running thing of ours now. It's the only thing that still makes me laugh. Um, so uh, there was a fire. In, uh, <laughs> I was looking at the comments, um, not ignoring you. <laughs> oh, uh, oh shit! Uh, I, I, I was reading the article. Oh yeah, good. We should read the article. Uh, what does uh, it say? There, there was a fire in New York, an old uh, uh, public housing building. Uh, there was a space heater that caught fire. Um, the reason that there was a space heater in the apartment in the first place is because the building is not properly maintained, of course. Um, also, uh, due to the age of the building, um, which we'll get into later, uh, certain fire protection measures were not uh, available in the building. Um, New York's awesome new mayor, uh, who happens to be a cop and also happens to be black. Um, so he's, he's a cool race trader cop. Um, yeah. Class and race trader. Uh, it's it's like the, the double whammy. Um, but he, he's a weirdo. Um, and basically what, what the, the building, owners and operators are trying to say is that when this fire started, you know, the people rushed out of the room as they should have, but they didn't close the door. And since they didn't close the door that allowed the fire to spread faster than it normally would. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen backdraft? (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) So that, that, so I've never lived in a big fucking horrific fucking building that has like a thousand people in it yeah i've never been taught like and like i went through like like they made us go through like a an actual simulated burning building uh when i was uh in elementary and middle school and they never told us to close the door (laughs) because any building that a human is in they should be able to get out of yeah sure there's a fire um it shouldn't matter that you close the door or not it, right and and uh automatically closing doors are one of the fire code regulations uh, yeah like actually this. yeah um so the fact that the door stayed open after they they opened it and didn't close itself is more indicative of the maintenance practices of the building and not uh any wrongdoing on the people who were rightfully fleeing a fire if you would like to scroll down to that second paragraph uh, i mean m- most importantly though when it, when it comes to these doors um what you really want in an emergency situation is uh, is a, a, a door that comes down like a shutter and like snaps people in half uh, so that you can <laughs> keep the dead where they belong. <laughs> right. right? You know? uh, um, could you scroll and, up and, just a little bit, John? Go ahead. Look, sorry, I, go I, ahead. I just want more eugenical buildings is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so Eric Adams I, is a uh, pay extra for the first floor. <laughs> you want to be safe right <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah um this this fire killed 17 people by the way uh i don't know if How i mentioned that 17 uh eight, eight of them were children of course because this is a residential building uh so so eric adams is, is giving this talk on it and and this is the quote from him uh we want to be clear here that we don't want to add further trauma on that family because they fled the apartment 
Adam Stoll reporters during a Monday press briefing. Muscle memory during crisis. You're trying to get out. It is our obligation to reinforce the concept of close the door. Uh, What we don't want to do is just add more trauma on the family that was simply trying to escape a very dangerous and very frightening experience. All of us make mistakes during crises. Um, this is repulsive. <laughs> yeah, no, this, uh, this guy so sucks. Um, well, we'll probably have to do like a deeper dive on this guy. Um, oh yeah, he's a fun one. He doesn't. We, he doesn't care if you don't like him as mayor, though. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. He, I mean, he's a cop. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, no, he did a whole speech where he said, "Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. We'll we'll look we'll it later." <laughs> So um, it's it's probably going to come out at some point that this guy is like uh, deeply connected with a lot of uh, nefarious people. Um, yeah, he's the mayor of New York. Uh, yeah, so, just a, just a <laughs> so he's got that going for him. Uh, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, whisperings in, in the background about who he is and, and some of the things he's done. It's possible that he even has connections with the building owner here. Uh, which of is course. why he's trying to pivot the blame to, the, you know, not closing the door on the way out rather than uh, the, the maintenance of this building. So let's go ahead and go to the next link, um, which which is uh, more. Uh, yeah, let's get rid of that. I just Jeez. wanted us to see that ad. Uh, so uh, this is from the, the American Prospect, uh, prospect.org. Uh, according to the National Fire Protection Association, presence of an automated extermination system i.e automated automatic sprinklers drops the rate of death and injuries and fires by 89 percent and 27 percent respectively in the properties tracked by the nfpa um only 30 uh so the rate of death is dropped by 89 percent and the rate of injuries is dropped by 27 percent to clarify that that phrase uh in the properties tracked by the NFPA, only 36 deaths occurred in sprinkler buildings compared to 2,816 deaths in buildings without an automated sprinkler system. Uh, it's it's a pretty proven method. Um, but the, uh, the problem is that... Um, so, but the result of 30 years without government intervention manifests in cities like New York, where subprime federal fire safety standards are hardly enforceable because 93% of the public housing stock was built before 1992, exempting it from regulation under the Federal Fire Safety Act, which is what requires sprinklers and buildings. That's what we want to do is we want to get grandfather people out of their lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> That's essentially what's happening here is we have a bunch of yeah. poor people that are living in these buildings that are, uh, you know, we, we, we know due to m- more uh, recent fire regulations are not safe anymore because they don't have those same standards. They don't have the same uh, egress standards. You know, I, I think this, this building didn't have a, um, uh, an exterior like fire escape, like a lot of buildings have. Uh, or anything like that so it was an internal staircase that that everybody had to use in order to try to get out and that's why 17 people ultimately died um that's uh it's actually something you, you seeing is see as a selling point as a, uh, on a lot of uh uh like uh housing sites things like that it's like ooh, hardwood floors you know all these things that old uh, buildings have that you really like and also like built-in crematorium yeah. Yeah. They yeah. got it all. Uh, almost. Yeah. 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 Um, so also go ahead. 
No, no I, I mean, just a. I, I'm, I'm trying to find the name of the place, but I, I can't find it right now because I, I suck. But there was the uh, there was the British building uh, that quite a few Tower. years ago now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lit on fire because of the uh, kind of like paneling that was used and then everything went to shit. And it also didn't have things like, you know, a lot of these systems. Um, but the the thing that. I always end up hearing from like fucking weirdo libertarians uh, when we're, we're, we're talking about these, these kind of things is that, well, we do have a certain acceptance of like a certain amount of violence that occurs inside of our, our, our lives and our society. <laughs> yeah. It's also like a Zizek point, right? Which is that like, we, we have cars that go over 50 miles an hour because of the fact that we're, we're, uh, you know, we're willing to accept a certain amount of violence uh, in order to make our, our society work. But the difference between having cars that go over 50 miles an hour and uh, bedrooms that don't light on fire <laughs> is that, uh, well, there are a lot of differences, believe it or not. Yeah. But the one that I, I might want to uh, highlight is that um, you don't fucking live in your car usually and well, your you, children you don't live to. in it either <laughs> yeah. you know what, what, uh, if you, uh, what if you get a, a race car uh bed a race car bed yeah uh oh yeah it depends if it can go <laughs> yeah. over 50 miles an hour i guess yeah, then, cook. <laughs> yeah. but but you like deserve to die then yeah <laughs> But but in, in order to 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 perform actions uh, of, of any sort, like there's also always risk involved. But the point of having a home is that it's a place where you're you're not necessarily involving yourself in, in risk. Every moment like, an that's, adventure. That's the point. Anyway, um, it sucks. Yeah, let's see. Go ahead and uh, scroll down a little bit. Um, yeah, so so basically this article makes a point, uh, which which we've kind of made. Uh, in other words, federally funded housing in the U.S. is a death trap for the country's destitute. Um, <laughs> toward, toward the end of our phone call, Rep. Watson Coleman told me, just because you rely on the government for housing, your life is not less valuable. Uh, would be cool if uh, the government showed us that, um, but, but they don't. Um... Let's go ahead and move on to the next link. Oh, another thing I wanted to add is uh, be because we, we, we can keep uh, on the next link. Um, but um, so uh, the, the, the landlord uh, owner, landlord company, property manager, whatever you want to call it, right. uh, is claiming that they were technically up to code. Um, yeah, technically it's the best kind yeah, yeah. Te technically being up to code is is the best thing you can do um there are a lot of housing units around the country uh, which is what this link is about uh but but specifically new york city uh, hundreds of new york city buildings still not meeting sprinkler law requirements uh this is buildings that that are actually required to have sprinklers they're not grandfathered in um and there's still hundreds of buildings that aren't meeting those requirements um, I can tell you as somebody who's worked in the building maintenance field for, you know, what, seven years now, um, I worked apartments before, so I guess like a combined 10 years, probably, um, every job I've gone to, the first thing I check is, is whether or not like, uh, maintenance has been done on the fire suppression systems. And it seems pretty important. I would say 
four out of five jobs that I've had now in that, that span of time, uh, the answer has been no, and it's been no and not for several years. Um, oh, yeah. You, you would not believe, like, uh, you would not believe uh, the amount of uh, buildings that I go into, uh, which, because I work for a private company that's for-profit, I can't just fix things for people. Yeah. But the 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 electronic sensors on the the uh, the main pressure pipe, the sensor pipe that yeah. causes all the sprinklers the, to uh, go, go off. Yeah, that's it. The riser. Yeah. But uh, the only thing that I ever fuck with is the sensor on that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I'm walking through a stairwell and I pass by the riser, that the sensor wires have just been cut. Well, that's how Probably you stop because... it from alarming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ever you ever smoke a joint in a bathroom? Yeah. You know what you gotta do. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, what's weird about a lot of these fire suppression systems, first off, is that a lot of them are like publicly accessible, which oh, is yeah. weird. Um, California, thankfully, has a lot of laws where it has to be like behind a locked door. Um, also, laws that aren't followed, which is like. Yeah. Every six months, you have to have your system inspected, and that rarely happens. Uh, but, um, yeah. So, uh, you know what what people will do because you know, and, and I've been placed in this position, and and I I've actually quit jobs over stuff like this where I've been told, "Hey, yeah, sorry, the uh, the cost of doing maintenance on this system is going to be too much. So, is there like something we can do to just like get for a little bit and like." This is whether or not like everybody burns to a crisp inside of our building, bro. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah, not a blanket like, situation. Yeah. Wet yeah. blankets or something. Like so, Yeah, can, can we just I, have everybody fill their tubs every night so that they have a safe yeah. place to hide in from the fire? But could we get the water from somewhere else because it's expensive <laughs> yeah, for us? Water's to... also expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's there's probably a... be better if it's salt water anyway, right? Like, I don't know. So like luckily, uh <laughs> Like for the the like uh, deregulated fucking uh, hellscape that Texas is, mm-hmm. uh, their their electrical regulations are actually pretty pretty good compared to a lot of states. Yeah, you really so gotta luckily, know your shit there. Yeah, no, and and luckily, like I I went to a place where they're like, uh, can you fix it for now? And like basically, like they had a bunch of like sub panels all over like a, a mobile home uh sales lot and it was like held together with like <laughs> tape and fucking shoestring the electrical system and it was just like basically they have like eight small electrical fires a day that's, that's Jesus. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite things to do um when, when i'm actually given the the money to buy such equipment is to just like put it on the uh, the thermal imager and just be like, look at that fucking wire. <laughs> oh yeah, all the other wires are like nice and blue and night and like not threatening. And then you got this like white hot one in the center there. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. That's going to kill somebody. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and and like luckily for me, like uh, like I, I tell them like the only thing I can do is turn it off, you know, like it's that or fix it, you know, and fixing it is like digging everything up. And they're like, yeah. oh okay, and I was like, but you should fix it, and they're like, oh yeah, we will. And just I was in, like, just no, in case no, you're not aware. <laughs> yeah. Well, like like I started putting caution tape up all over everything, and yeah. they're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I don't want anybody to die. 
Yeah. And they were like, and I, yeah, cause you know, and, the, and they were like, do you think somebody could die? I was like, well, that's what I would tell somebody in court. Yep. And, like, <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm making a record today and it's going yeah. into like our company record. And when we get su- subpoenaed, you know, like by law, we're going to turn over like our observations. Right. Yeah. So when you kill somebody like, you know, yeah. I'm going to snitch about it. <laughs> I'm going to snitch I, on you for killing. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, I, I love, I love that phrase that you used before, which is the, uh, can you fix it for now? Which yeah. is the the scariest word someone can ever say. Oh, kind of. sure. uh, but also such a good way for you to avoid liability as well, which is that like, yeah, I fixed it for then because that's what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so right. the fact that 10, 10 days later it exploded and killed four kids and a dog uh, is, you know, that's what they wanted. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that, well, that won't, Hold up in court. Don't do that, anyone. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's not how you do it. <laughs> it's, it's a terrible idea. I just think it's funny. Yeah, it's 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 a it's something that that I heard quite a lot actually uh, working for the city, for and now. one of the reasons I kind of left the city job because I was being placed in unethical positions sometimes. Yeah, um, I mean to be fair, that's what I have told every mechanic i have ever met in my life can you fix is, it for now, is, can you fix yeah, it for but, now? But that's different when you're like talking about your own car where like probably yeah, the worst yeah. thing that's gonna happen it's not is, a school bus yeah you're you're gonna be stranded on the five or some dumb shit and you'll like have to suck dick to get your way back no. to, <laughs> no, back Mike, to the, san diego area <laughs> the worst thing that can happen is that uh we can drive it into the desert and my axle axle can snap in half yeah that didn't and then you and i can once. be can be stuck in <laughs> and, and and then i can wait for AAA to charge me a thousand dollars uh while i'm shaving the the vin number uh off of my car <laughs> in a sandstorm uh because i'm an idiot true stories um, it is a true story. It's really fun. I was covered in wounds as well yeah. because I jumped off of uh, a cliff into a, a thorn bush that I thought would save me, which did and did not, to find Mike, who was drinking in a, a cavern. Yep. Not a cavern, uh, yeah. like a chasm. Like an overhang. <laughs> overhang. So, um, uh, if yeah. we could zoom in on <laughs> Fix uh, it for now. The, the, the section that says compliance with local law 26. <laughs> Yes, normalize snitching on your employer. Absolutely. Yes, Matt, Madison is correct. Um, compliance with local law 2026. 20, uh, despite local law 26 of 2004 having good intentions, the legislation did not have the punitive ability to push building owners into compliance. If you don't punish people, they will say, eh, can you fix it for now? And Somebody will eventually fix it for now. And there's nothing that anybody can do about it. There's no fines to compel the owner to go, oh, it's actually cheaper if I just fix it for now instead of incurring this massive fine. Let's see. Sorry. Um, That is, this is such a bizarre thing for me when it comes to, again, libertarian weirdos, right? Yeah. Which is that they're they're willing to uh to push this idea that you know any kind of regulation ends up stunting growth etc 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 but you also need the opportunity to essentially economically punish people in order to make sure that they do things uh and so you can economically punish people for not going in to work at Walmart or whatever, 
Um, and that totally makes sense with their theory, even though it's a very widespread, like massive punishment, which is occurring, like ultimately in, in way more instances uh, versus like it, you're not allowed to tell people to put fucking uh, fire extinguishers uh, every, you know, hundred feet which is way too much uh it yeah i i mean that that double think is so fucking bizarre it, it, it truly is it just doesn't make any sense with surprise um um so so there was there was a fine associated with this but the you know the the problem with the fine is that the fine is is much less than uh, yeah. what the actual cost of it. maintenance is huh. yeah um and yeah. then th that's like the most punitive thing that they can do and usually fines have rules like every such and such days or whatever uh right. you're allowed to find somebody a certain amount um a lot of fines that i've run into i don't know what it is in new york uh, exactly but a lot of fines that i ran into or stuff like every month uh, or every like um some sometimes it'll be something weird like uh like 45 45 days yeah because um, it got like bartered and negotiated and stuff yeah um, so so there was some new legislation this this article is from from 2020 i don't know if this new legislation <laughs> passed uh but it was supposed to like increase that fine to a thousand dollars a day which obviously kind of changes the the dynamic of uh of uh like whether or not you're actually going to get that sprinkler system taken care of. Uh, but the other thing that'll, that'll eventually happen in situations like this and where the state ultimately fails people who are living in these, these non maintenance apartment buildings that some asshole just owns so he can make a bunch of fucking money. Uh, and he has no liability for because the owner will hire a property manager and say, oh, it's all in the property manager. The property manager is a company and companies, as we know in the past, can't really actually be punished for anything. Um, and and there, there's this weird mythology where, uh, uh, you know, and anybody who works for the company also can't be punished because they were just doing what's best for the company, which is to make profits. And uh, the company is actually the bad thing. So we'll punish the company by saying it's bad we can't send it to jail uh we can tell it to to uh to dissolve itself but then all those people that that used to work at the company just make a new company yeah. um so you know i i like what they do in india is this what like did, a chopping off hands thing uh uh they well uh they uh they uh they try to they try to lynch the landlord when something bad goes happen when, yes, when something that, bad that should happen that 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 yeah. should actually oh. happen with without something bad yeah. happening <laughs> I, yeah I mean, the landlord arrangement is already a bad thing that's happened so yeah. i i yeah. think um and i, I think i think the I, I think that the government generally forgives people for that like they like yeah. they they believe it's understandable well I, I mean if you can diffuse responsibility enough you can get away with anything uh -huh. um so you know you got you got 60 people you know murdering one landlord and uh you know you're probably gonna get away yeah. with it uh but um uh, but no which is that um Tenants union is tenants unions are a thing, yeah. uh, and you should uh, try to start one for sure. Um, because in their most successful instantiations, it becomes a series of different people that all end up owning something like an apartment complex, and together are able to not only 
make it so that their rent is significantly lower because they're just essentially paying the bank on property taxes or whatever the fuck is, is necessarily applying at the, the most basic level. Uh, but also they're able to, you know, demand certain things happen like basic fucking maintenance, which if you've ever worked in or worked or lived in like shitty apartment complex, uh, you know, that, uh, basic things being fixed, let alone like full scale, like, uh, installations and, and, and maintenance of, of, of anything new is just something that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, get together with some people and try to, try to, uh, HC you know, in the yeah, chat I was about says, to say uh, that, yeah. I like what they did in China, which I believe is a reference to uh, to, yeah, to it's Mao. A Mao. It's a Mao thing. <laughs> Mao Maoists in the chat. Um, Mao did precisely a, a few things right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Ma- Mao. Mao was a, at least yeah. very right in one thing. Yeah. Um, um, shit, there was one more thing I wanted to say, but it's okay. gone because I'm stupid. Well, if you remember, we're we're gonna be on the the fire subject for one more link. Yeah. So if. Oh, no. uh, John, you can go to the next link, please, sir. Also, this is probably a good name for this this episode. I think we we found the new name, which well, is Fix uh, It For Now. Uh, it's already been named. You son of a bitch. You've already made the... the I already the, made the, the, the name the for now. Image and everything? <laughs> ah, let's see what you did. This is very good, Michael. This is very good. Uh, <sighs> so, uh, planners set to approve 51-story London Tower with only one staircase. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> uh, fire safety a, experts uh interior says... <laughs> spiral staircase yeah <laughs> so um what normally happens during a fire and, and this is okay for you know one of the larger buildings I, I ever worked on was was the city hall building for the city i worked for and um it it was a it was a pretty massive uh four story building um it had a staircase and that's well it actually had like five staircases uh and that, yeah. we're talking like a a, a four story building uh this is a 51 story building with one staircase it's a residential tower with like a 120 something uh units or something like that um i i love how on this guardian article uh it shows where where the tower is gonna go and it's got this like scribbly arrow pointing to it uh yeah great great graphics team over there at the guardian i i personally like it no 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 i'm i'm (laughs) i think it's cute no i think it's great um so so uh i I just wish the the (laughs) tower was also in that same style (laughs) but with like a really nice arrow pointing at it Uh, fire safety expert says it would be utter madness to approve plans for one of uk's tallest residential buildings uh but they're probably going to go ahead with it anyways um so if you want to scroll down just a little bit i think there's some, some diagrams and shit more like diagrams, am I right? All right yeah, there we go. Because people are going to die because the, there's one yeah. staircase for 51 floors. Um, so the, uh, the, the tower is supposed to be 174 meters. Um, the 54 uh, or 51-story residential tower in Docklands, I think that says. You yes. have a single exit staircase, the minimum permitted under UK building regulations for fire safety. Wow. Incredible. Uh, strategy that asks <laughs> people to stay put in their homes in the event of a blaze. 
No. Staying put in your uh, staying, staying put in uh, in a tower that's on fire is actually um what killed a lot of people during 9/11 was the uh, the firefighters were telling people to stay in place. Yeah. I guess they didn't realize like what was actually happening, I guess. Yeah. Here's a crazy thought, okay? That if you're in a, a big old pile of stuff and the pile of stuff gets all hot and the lights on fire. Yeah. That if you stay there, you might also get hot and <laughs> burning. And maybe, maybe that doesn't happen. But if it's enclosed like a some kind of c- construct, you know, with like a, a roof and stuff, uh, yeah. it might also fill with uh, smoke. Smoke. Yeah. So maybe the rule for this type of thing shouldn't be to put your head between your legs and kiss your ass. Yeah. Goodbye. Like that seems like a bad bit of advice. Well, Unless you're like really Buddhist about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Well, because like, uh, which also the, this one staircase fucking per building thing seems like outrageous that I know that the fucking national fire code doesn't allow new buildings of this size to only have one uh, staircase in this country. Yeah. Well, that's, that's uh, where you'd be wrong, uh, but that's, well, that's so, for a different so, time. So, 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 yeah, not all states are observant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but, uh, uh, but, but the, these codes are the minimum. So, right. like, this engineer is that? Oh, I designed the minimum. This building is going to come out a hundred percent perfect how i design it and so i'll design it at absolutely the minimum so uh, a couple of important things here on this graph which is not going to happen on the graph is that the staircase only goes through three floors (laughs) the rest of it is a slide (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, 128 meters Uh, 128 meters is is the uh, international building code where uh, most most countries say, yeah, once you reach this height, you need to have at least a second exit. Um, So good. That's still not enough, uh, mainly being because if there's a fire on the lower floors, like any one of those exits could be filled with smoke. Uh, Both of those exits could be filled with smoke. Um, Well, uh. Uh, have you seen have you seen the new uh the new uh how uh staircases are supposed to be done uh at buildings of a certain height no uh, i don't think so <laughs> so, so, so cer- certain floors are uh just uh big giant mechanical shutters oh yeah yeah <clears throat> to let to let smoke out yep cool <laughs> yeah great <laughs> we, we, we gave an event uh we, we all know yeah. that smoke goes exactly where you want it to all the time uh there, there can never be anything like an outside pressure that's greater than the inside pressure right. that maybe keeps the smoke inside because of winds or whatever um it's also so you I, brought up grenfell tower earlier yeah and and on this graph we have this nifty little thing that says uh <laughs> 67.3 meters Grenfell Tower. Grenfell Tower killed something in the range of like 130 people, I think. Yeah, something fucking in- incredible. Um, Just, yeah. And that's half the size of this fucking thing. Oh, sorry. 72 people. I was thinking of a different event, maybe. Uh, 72 people died as a result of the fire that engulfed the tower in 2017. The building had a single staircase, which was quickly inundated with smoke. The point I was just <laughs> making. Please go ahead. 
A what? Dorian, you were saying something and I cut you off, I think. Oh, well, I, um, I might be too stupid to remember or else that's not true. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, Sorry. <laughs> um, we, we have a follow-up then. Um, pivoting away from stop making buildings that will roast people. I mean, that's the theme of the show now is don't no make building bad building don't bad. do it <laughs> join do the it. discord and you too can uh, uh talk in the building bad channel that's true and hold on hold on there, there's a, a comment in the chat uh it's from hc capitalist oh. to buddhist pipeline <laughs> fucking real though <laughs> i western buddhist i mean very specific I, type of buddhist i actually but have this is problem. real shit i have a problem with that statement uh there's there's nothing in Bo- buddhism that is anti-capitalist necessarily i would say no, no, uh, no uh, I think there is, well, but uh, but it depends on the I mean, Buddhism. You're... Aren't 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 a lot of uh aren't there a lot of uh capitalists like Zen Buddhists though? Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. right. I I, I mean, there, there's there's like that like the, those are some of the most like prominent sects in uh, <clears throat> right. uh, China, right. I believe. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I it's definitely a phenomenon that exists, uh, but it is same thing with like Christianity, right? Where yeah. you have uh generally speaking if if you if you look at it you kind of feel it through if you want to be a good christian you should probably be like somewhat aesthetic uh, yeah. stuff like that you know it's pro- probably the probably Social the right thing to do agree, um, yeah. right you know uh but you have a whole lot of like rich motherfuckers that are like abusing everyone and using christianity as their well. reasoning and and i certainly think that buddhism has a tendency to also be really useful for that because it's like no i'm just it becomes mindfulness at that point it, it's yeah. like all the rest of the buddhism stuff is like put out the window it's just it's just about like well i don't want to suffer anymore <laughs> and then that's my whole <laughs> philosophy uh and like i'm gonna listen to alan watts and like think about how enlightened i am very, very um, mindful of this flow of the uh, the money exchange. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, versus like, you know, other forms of Buddhism that I think are more right. I don't know, I like Buddhism. Uh, but I think the Zizek is definitely really right about a lot of Western Buddhism simply being used to uh, to amplify and, and like solve the wounds of people experiencing capitalism so they don't do anything about it. You know, I love that because uh, I think Buddhism all gets... Uh, <clears throat> kind of conflated with stoicism a lot i mean they, they do have some similar things yeah, about them very similar yeah. but, but stoicism <clears throat> in the western understanding is like i'm marcus aurelius i'm an emperor and everything i do is as an emperor, <laughs> and, yeah. and therefore i must also ensure my kingdom is prosperous and my kingdom is my uh my shitty uh home in the suburbs <laughs> i mean that's that's the that's the cool like thing that separates uh like siddhartha and like buddhism from yeah. uh from marcus aurelius and stoicism is that the stoic will be like yeah i own this skidoo dealership and it is my domain <laughs> uh and and when my ex-wife calls me a, a the f slur i won't let it hurt my feelings but i will um, choke her and get get the cop <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but i won't be angry about it yeah uh i'm I'll... acting logically right uh, now. <laughs> yeah. I, i'm not even angry right now karen you bitch <laughs> but but on the buddhist end you have a guy who's just like well i am the like i am the king or the prince or whatever the fuck and i think that sucks so i'm gonna do something else uh, which is nothing <laughs> yeah 
and that that kind of rules you know a little bit you know okay, i think i, I think i think zizek should revisit buddhism a little bit with his whole i prefer not to thing and start i don't know meditate for 40 days under a, a bodhi tree or whatever uh he cool. says uh fuck stoicism all my homies hate stoicism <laughs> i i, I want to say if, if you want to meet the most annoying person you can possibly talk to find somebody who like in their 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 like page bio or whatever says that they identify as a stoic and yeah i swear to god you will you will hate that person immediately fuck stoicism all my homies allow themselves to have feelings so we're uh we're gonna we're gonna move uh to a different subject of buildings now. No oh, bullshit. Um, which is uh not not buildings that burn people to death, but buildings that may fall over at some point. Okay, I was hoping you were gonna say freeze people to death. <laughs> no, um, we've got a 20, 25 second ad that we have to talk through. Uh, so oh, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the Millennium we should Tower, talk about Buddhism more. Uh, oh, yeah. which is one of our you know because I made it so one of our cases that we're following in real time, uh, because this is incredibly interesting to me. Um, it, it, it turns out that it's, uh, it's tilting three inches per year. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful. I, I think we watched that nerdy guy. Uh, go ahead and pause it here, John, so I can set this up. Um, we, we watched that nerdy guy, uh, I think last time who kind of was like, Hey, the engineer said it's okay. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, trust the science yeah tr trust the science sort of people um but you know the the engineer said it's fine at the uh the current 26 inch lilt that it's at um if it keeps tilting more that's bad uh i, th I think the the current like projection is that uh um like two years from now like none of the plumbing in the building will work anymore because any of the like expansion so connections uh you know because buildings shift of course we all know that e even like a regular home will shift and settle you know that's like where you get the creeks in your house here and there um yeah. so so you know a lot of connections uh like from from the main to your house will have a certain flexibility in them um but like you know there's only so much flexibility that's accounted for they don't they don't plan for your building to tilt like you know, another year at this rate and it'll be tilting at 29 inches from where it normally is, is supposed to be set. Um, it's like your, it's like your doctor, you, you, you go in you're like, my blood pressure is pretty fucked up. It's like 150 over a hundred. I I'm worried. Is this a bad thing? He's like, you're not currently having a heart attack. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your cool, your building has not currently fallen over. So we're, yeah. we're still golden. Um, but, uh, it could always get worse. <laughs> Go ahead and make the uh, the video big, John. Um, there's a uh... oh man, that poor woman got stretched. Yeah, um, that's a stretch. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, now we're demonetized. Yeah, uh, demonetized. HC for says sure. that that uh, they only know real Buddhists. Um, so I'm sorry, you see that I that I shit on Buddhists. You know, only knew no real ones. Yeah. No, no real Buddhist would ever, uh, would ever do that. Um, <laughs> so uh, there, there's a, we are the arbiters. There, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a stunning admission that happens uh, uh, in regards to we we talked about how the drilling of of the new piles uh, actually mm. made the building like sink further and tilt worse. Yeah. Um, 
we're we're gonna get some amazing information out of this. Uh, John, go ahead and please play the clip. Oh, 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 fuck. Specifically about uh, current testing recommendations. So today, it, we are just actually nine days short of marking the two-year anniversary of when we started formally responding to the pandemic here in Santa Clara County. Oh, so what we the hell is this? In on no, our no, no, no. Yeah, this is wrong. This is the wrong. I was like testing. Um, no, no, no. And this is we are still in the throes of the. How's that shit? Scroll down, maybe. Hey guys, did you know COVID is still happening? That's our next bit of news. Man, there what the hell go. happened to this goddamn link? Oh, uh, that's maybe, weird. Let me try refreshing it. Maybe yeah, try uh, refreshing it. Oh, another, another. Uh, maybe it played through or something. Uh, yeah, another, another. Yeah, ad for us. Five seconds. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, because uh, I, 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 um, I did this all early. Um, oh, so, yeah. I could, so I so I could play video games, but maybe I forgot to pause the actual uh, news article. I, I think you may have. If it if yeah. it played silently in the background, that that's probably what happened. Yeah. You and I were oh, playing No Palm Man's Springs. By the way, never. Okay. Ever yes. Saw yes. This this is the video Springs. we need. Um, it's looking a lot more <laughs> familiar now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, un unmute it. Make it big. Um, and then and then play that, play, play that son of a gun. Stretch well, it is another misstep for the Millennium Tower. The engineer responsible for the troubled tower acknowledged today that they didn't give the contractor any direction on how to support the foundation without causing that building to lean even more as a result of that deep digging. NBC Barry's investigative reporter Jackson Vanderbecken has today's revelation. <laughs> We start this new year 2022 as we ended last year and many other uh, years with the Millennium Tower continuing to sink and tilt. During Supervisor Aaron Peskin's hearing, he pressed the designer of the troubled fix of the Millennium Tower, Ron Hamburger, about the project's status. The building remains safe. Uh, and in fact, can tilt more. But Hamburger acknowledged the contractor hired to shore up the foundation of the high rise was never given any instructions on how to keep the tilting from getting worse. What the fuck? All that actually visible now. The procedures for <laughs> installing piles were basically the contractor's prerogative. What? So you come up with a new way of doing a thing? Yeah. Yeah and expect the contractor to figure out how to do the thing. The, the drilling that contractor you, that you yeah. which, which shows up with a drill and goes, oh, this is the mark where we're supposed to drill. Yeah. Let's get where to it. Where do you want me to make hole? <laughs> yeah. Where, well, where does the hole go? Yeah. Let's, not, let's not simplify them down to like being idiots, but they're, you no, know, no, they're told. But, but, but yeah. like, they're not, well, they're that's not their function. given yeah. the problem yeah. of, hey, fix this fucking building they're given the problem make this really big hole that's very right. hard to make so, yeah. so 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 generally tradesmen are responsible for their work you know when they design yeah. something if yes. a tradesman designs something he is responsible for it but when he is handed prints with like three stamps from like the municipality having jurisdiction whoever that person is fucking stamps it the engineer who designed it stamps it and then some other auditor stamps it they look at that 
and now they cannot go beyond what those what no, they, that, they have to follow that, those that of, those directions yeah. yeah yeah so and and then they're not responsible and it's and anytime they bring something up they'll always be told this is beyond your understanding yeah well, well I, I mean <laughs> and exactly what's happening here with with hamburger man yeah is is that is that it's their prerogative because it, it we need to be able to blame everyone else when this building falls over and turns everyone into hamburger. Hey, hamburger <laughs> like that's guy. really he's trying to make some, some patties. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so like, of course, of course it's their job because it's not their job. But if I say it's their job, then they can deflect it back to me and it doesn't go anywhere. And, you know, I'm just going to be a spokesperson for this right. stupid bullshit. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, let's uh, go ahead Very and good. play a little bit more here. A hamburger. We did not tell them how to install the piles. Supervisor Peskin asked city building officials about that. They told him it's standard practice. This is a 50 plus story, very heavy building in the middle of our downtown that is precipitously tilting over two feet. But uh, I, I don't think there's a lot of room here for on the job learning. Hamburger told city <laughs> officials that the Millennium Tower continues oh, to tilt an additional three inches each year. At that rate, it could reach the functional maximum, the point where the building systems may not be safe to operate in just a few years. So, so we stress the current plan to install 18 steel piles down to bedrock. What was that, Dorian? No, it 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 just baffled me again. So you can continue. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I'm just this is so good. Is the best way to secure the building and stop the tilting and possibly reverse it. I still believe it is in everyone's best interest if the project is completed quickly. Jackson Vanderbecken, NBC, Bay Area News. Now, yeah. Jackson and the investigative unit have been reporting on the I trouble tower to for years. Part. So I'm I, I'm trying to to find like a, a cool, fun place to move. Right. That's my that's my mission for the next few months. Downtown Maybe I San should... Francisco. Yeah, maybe I should move because, you know, at a certain point in tilt, at a certain point in tilt, um, it will, I would be able to use this building as my roof, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I could just get a little like caught on the sidewalk and it will save me from all of that San Francisco fog and rain. Yeah, right. So, so, so what we really should do when, uh, when, uh, or if uh, if uh, the uh, live stream me being crushed by a building, <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if uh, it, it's ever if if it ever the uh, the uh, the leasing prices for an office uh, on the Millennium Tower uh, becomes uh, oh no it's uh, residential just tanks oh well I mean when they repurpose it to whatever oh right you right. know yeah. yeah because it it's just you know a like condemned like hellscape. Mm -hmm. uh we should start uh recording the uh the podcast uh right off the top floor oh yeah yeah oh without a yeah. doubt dude um yeah. then we can <laughs> live stream it like falling over you well, know yeah we, we would have to we would have to arrange it so that um uh there's a window behind me and so you can just see the ground behind me through the window. <laughs> it just goes straight down like the building's sideways you're you're like yeah. strapped um uh, but I mean, yeah, when when San Francisco finally becomes Mega City One, 
uh, and you know, we're, we're all like flooding in there and I've changed my name to mama and I have like facial scars yeah. and like, we're all taking slow-mo, uh, then, uh, then, you know, um, we'll, I don't know. I, I feel like that's, that's the end point in the Benza rehab dungeon. Yeah. And then like, uh, some super cop that's like the, he looks just like Carl Urban and he's the judge, jury and executioner yeah. comes into our mega city, uh, uh, structure and begins murdering all of us. And eventually like I bring out my machine guns, which are like lining all of the, all the railings. Sure, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying so hard to remember what happens in that movie. <laughs> I, I was gonna I, say um, a really cool little, like. Quip, I think I get kicked out the window. A really cool quip that Carl Urban could say uh, is like, "I'm here to fix this crooked city." Huh? Nice, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Let's write a movie. Yeah. Let's let's write the new Judge Dredd movie let's about the Millennium Tower in San Francisco. <laughs> Just, it's like it's like Shaft, uh, uh, the plot of Shaft, but a building inspector. <laughs> Dude, fuck yeah! Honestly. Honestly, that rules. <laughs> Judge Dredd, but Judge Dredd is is a is a building inspector that's also given the authority to like uh, uh, lethally execute his commands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. See, it's it's got to be like Shaft, where he takes the authority to execute his commands. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm he, not actually familiar with black Shaft. motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too super familiar with Shaft. To oh, be honest with watch you. your mouth. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, 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 Shaft is a, uh, I guess, a, what how, what did uh, Cornell West calls them uh, survivors, not uh, race traders. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because because he, he's nice. Uh, he is very nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shaft uh, was a, a race a, a race trader who becomes reformed because oh, he realizes yeah. that he can't work within the system. Got to work outside so he, the system. So, yeah, he's got to work outside the system, and then still things actually the, the merits of the system. No, 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 no. he doesn't no. give a fuck. No, no, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, no, it's like yeah, he, it's more of like would... a like a anarchist Avenger or something. Yeah, like okay. that. he puts yeah. his dick in everything, and he's friends mm. with uh, everyone except for the people he's not friends with. Um, Shaft rules, honestly. Like black exploitation movies are kind of incredible. All right. Well, I'll have to know, check in on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they definitely can be. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's, that's actually, our update oh, on the Millennium Tower, um, which I posited <coughs> earlier in our building episode that uh, this thing is going to fucking fall over in our lifetimes. Um, whether or not it's like uh, you know purposeful deconstruction or um, it just fucking falls over one day, I just remains to be seen. I, I really want it to fall over in the wrong direction. <laughs> just somehow, like they build hydraulics <laughs> and they overdo it, and it's like <laughs> 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 like a cartoon, like they they jack yeah. it up too quick, and it just like goes boing boing boing, boing and then like yeah. vibrates yeah. in the wrong direction. No. Exactly, like it it's it's it, it it's catastrophic, and it's beginning to fall, yeah. and they're just like, oh fuck, uh, we have one last chance, and they're just like, turn on all the hydraulic dicks that we have poking <laughs> in the ground. And they do it, and right before it's about to crush like a, a little kid holding a puppy, it fucking flings itself in the other direction and, that'd be, uh, that'd and be based. crushes oh, yeah. 
everyone who's ever worked at a startup. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they're in Palo Alto. Never mind. <laughs> Some, yeah, somehow I mean, it accidentally that... goes to Silicon Valley and. <laughs> That'd be so hot. <laughs> yeah. It like flings itself through the air and, and crushes Google headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Millennium Tower. That's the Y2K I was Stop. Th- thinking. Of. <laughs> uh, next uh, next yeah. link. We'll, we'll shift gears now. This is why it's assorted topics. Uh, oh, okay. Not, not just bad buildings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so almost bad two years in the pandemic, empty flights are still crying uh, oh, yeah. the planet. Um, John, if we could zoom in so I can read the text. And then uh, scroll down to it. Um, so fucking needy. Sorry. Uh, a major airline has revealed that it is making 18,000 unnecessary flights this winter. This, <laughs> this winter. winter. This winter. Winter. Yes. This, this season. This friends. season, 18,000 unnecessary flights, prompting environmentalists to call for rules around Europe's airport slots to be reviewed. The Lufthansa Group, which uh, includes uh, uh, Brussels Airlines. We're getting to it, John. Just be patient, yeah, please. <laughs> uh, Brussels Airlines, Austrian Airlines, Eurowings, and Swiss is having to fly empty aircraft uh, just to keep its takeoff and landing rights at European airports. Apparently, there's a, there's a quota you have to fulfill if you have so many flights planned and you don't fly at least um oh. could you scroll down a little bit uh, so i don't get the number wrong it's it's like 70 keep going um keep going oh god the doll yeah that doll's horrific keep, oh, it's keep a beautiful going, doll keep going down there, there should be a percentage um, sign around here somewhere oh there we go um so uh, currently airlines must operate flights in at least 50% of their scheduled takeoff and landing slots or risk losing them. Uh, this threshold was revised down from the usual 80% when the pandemic hit in 2020, but is set to be raised up to 64% from the end of March until the end of October, 2022. So even Lose though the, them to who? Uh, well, yeah. I, I don't I know. Mean, kind of like... <laughs> this circumstance it's a really good question because that's that's the problem is that this is some kind of like a a weird artificial uh application to apply um like uh stability to a market right yeah where when when the market begins to shift and you know the demand for these flights drops they need to artificially maintain supply and and so everyone needs to artificially maintain supply together even though there's no danger of right. of of anyone else overtaking that that space because there's no space to overtake because again the demand is zero <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's incredible i i love the, watching like the, these like attempted self stabilization uh, things they're just they're so fucking funny quotas are the dumbest fucking things in the universe oh yeah like like uh <laughs> i i remember growing up next to a cornfield right hell yeah and how many bodies did you find in that (laughs) i I bet you did grow up next to a cornfield john i'll grow you up next to my cornfield well not 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 all all of my life but i lived near a a cornfield and we would go buy it and the they would grow the corn and it would die on the stock yeah 
and then they would like, you know, mow it over, retill the soil, grow the corn and fucking uh, and just let it die on the stock. Yeah. And you would get arrested if you fucking trespassed on that property. But they never actually hot harvest the corn. And, you know, so like when we were, we were yeah. kids, we had all kinds of conspiracy theories about like the government making zombie corn and fucking whatever stupid shit. And then you grow up and you just find out that there's corn subsidies. Yeah. So there's just yeah. like 500 acres of fucking like land being wasted. What, wasted, by, wasted by a crop that like destroys the soil it's grown in, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and all and we and the fact that we make everything out of out of fucking corn. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, but but we don't it, use that corn because that corn is just grown, so we get the corn subsidy. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. right, exactly. <laughs> so we're not even turning it into Starbucks cups or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like and but but with jets. So it's Super even yeah. crazy. It's even crazier. Yep. Well, it, it's it's even funnier because there was there was so much talk for so long, and I'm not sure how much of this is the case. I, I know at least some percentage of it is, but I, I'm sure it's offensively low. But there was a lot of talk. Um, oh Jesus! In like 2008, about uh, trying to develop like ethanol-based fuel for airplanes uh, out of corn. <laughs> Which is like, if you know anything about any of this stuff, is fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it just there's, just this this always... bizarre idea. So yeah, using corn <laughs> to to stabilize this, to stabilize this, to st- it's it, it's all awesome. I love yeah. it. And all these flights are going to be used to for for corn executives. <laughs> Green capitalism, <laughs> always yeah. a real thing, not completely yeah. fucking made up um yeah not not a grift um i mean it's green mike but uh the the 80 20 rule as it's normally known is about allocating yeah. scarce airport capacity it's, efficiently no, says, can, can i explain what this is the 80 20 rule the 80 20 <laughs> rules is, is you're allowed to eat cheeseburgers on the weekend so long as you're like eating salad during the week yeah. it's a really good way to keep yourself like in decent shape for sure but still getting to like eat like an asshole that's the 80 20 rule um <laughs> Weight Watchers. This is, this is the Weight Watchers of uh. This is actually something I, I I used to do. Sorry, I I am an idiot and need to shit well, post. It's okay. It's um, not okay. So so it, it's about you. allocating scarce airport capacity efficiently, says the International Air Transport Association. Gives airlines the security to advertise tickets almost a year in advance, allowing customers to book trips in the long term. I don't understand how. Um, promising to uh, like remove flights uh, uh, if you don't maintain 80% of your flights like gives airlines the security to uh, reserve tickets in advance I don't I don't think that's that doesn't make sense really uh, I mean it, because because it's it's, it's only flimsy. to fulfill their yeah it's only to fulfill their arbitrary rule that this many flights has to be maintained right um well that it's it's that those those it, it just promises that those flights in the future will be scheduled at all sure right and 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 so if you if you're saturating 
the the plan for the next year out because you need to saturate it, then you have a promise that those flights will happen. But also, it would probably be good if we had less flights scheduled to happen anyway, especially like out a year. Yeah. What if crazy idea? Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. But what if this is one thing that maybe the libertarians and I will agree on? What if we let the market decide how many fucking flights leave an airport? What if people <laughs> buying tickets determined how many flights there fucking are? That, that's kind of what I meant with what I was saying. Yeah. Where no, like, I know. Yeah, yeah. This 80-20 rule is just arbitrary to like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's, yeah. a, it's a backwards way of allocating these flights. The flights should yeah. be allocated you- by demand. Not yeah. and no, no one needs to plan and I've I've done it before so I know that you don't need to <laughs> but but no one needs to fucking plan a flight out a year in advance no, you, you only do that because usually. it's cheaper yeah but then you know you you if you didn't have year in advance options for these flights then trust me they want to fill them anyway prices would adjust yep you know yeah. um also like yeah. what, what, why are people going on business trips yeah business trips are the yeah. funniest thing in the world yeah, this is stupid as shit. Well, yeah. you know, like, well, and especially when it's just a meeting, like, yeah. like I, I get when it's like, oh, a, so an expert of something is going to come in and train your staff. Yeah. I get that. Versus, I need to shake hands with a Japanese man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> without without orientalizing it, as Dorian has done. <laughs> Do you think that uh, that uh, uh, hookers can can suck you off over Zoom? The business trip is exclusively <laughs> with the intent of getting a hooker from a location that you think is exotic in some way. I mean, um, it, it it really is like it's about. It's about the regime of affect that I, I, I was pointing out, which is that, you know, it's you, you need to inflate everyone's importance by, you know, yeah. I traveled a thousand miles uh, in order to be here today to do this important thing. I your hand and swap spit with right. your hookers. Um, yeah, uh, but, but I'm it, a man it is also absolutely <laughs> about that kind of pleasure thing, because these people are also like flying first class and stuff like that. And so, yeah. you know, it's um, it's an excuse to you know, go to an airport and uh, get people to blow you metaphorically for a couple hours so that you can get dropped off somewhere to get blown literally for uh, and, and then, a yeah, few days. If, uh, you're, you're one of the, uh, the, the Bush brothers, uh, I, f- I forget which yeah. one it is. It's, it's the, the one that hasn't been in the news very much because it's not Jeb or, uh, or George. Jorb. It's, it's Jorb. I, f- I forget which Bush brother Jorb. it is. But, uh, <laughs> sheep of the family so the that, new uh, one. <laughs> that that got divorced the, because he kept on accepting blowjobs in foreign countries oh uh, the, the actually stupidest one yeah yeah not yeah, not the two dumb yeah. ones that were like unfortunately very aware of i forget his name but uh is yeah, it the, goshua <laughs> goshua <laughs> oh gee goshua <laughs> uh, speaking yeah. of uh, international uh, stuff and uh oh we're we're doing a thing where John looks oh, stuff no. up. The stupidest. Well, uh, Bush wh- wh- while while he looks it up, I mean, how else are business people going to figure out where the best coke is if they're not flying all over the U.S. having important meetings and conventions? Oh, I'm, stu- I'm the stupidest. 
Yeah, you misspelled stupidest. Uh, um, the, the, the most stupidest Trump. Yeah, Bush. see, he, he typed I accidentally it in wrong. Did the other uh, Republican. Just look up Bush. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, brother, uh, Jeff Bush is dumb as it is, idiot brother. Um, you, you typed in brothers, my Bush brother, brothers, Mar- Marvin, <laughs> or I think it's Neil Bush actually is the one. God damn, dude. Oh man, he he looks oh. like he rules. Yeah, yeah, because well, he's, he's the American oh. businessman. Yeah, I think this is the one. Yeah. Oh, so he, he he looks like he looks like a uh, Bush senior. So. He's 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 the one that's the biggest pussy. Yeah, that's fair. Man, what a cool family of cowards. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but without going down the bush rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Next link. Yeah. Um. Again, assorted topics. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell may uh, accidentally be let off the hook because um of a technicality involving a juror who after the, the trial was concluded um, admitted that he was a, a victim of sexual assault, which of course is a very yeah. serious thing. Uh, but for, for some reason, people who were victims of sexual assault uh, can't be impartial jurors in this case, I guess, which yeah. it's just a dumb fucking like rule to begin with that like, yeah. oh, you were oh. genocided? How could you possibly oversee this genocide trial? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to be real. <laughs> I'm going to be real. I, I, got, I got diddled when I was a kid, and I think I would have no problem with telling that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's guilty. Yeah. Well... <laughs> That, I think I do a very good job. That that uh, that 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 seems to be the problem is is that you would be okay yeah. with that. I'd be I'd be more I'd be more like, oh man, that's fucked up that she fucks kids. Well, and we should, and that and she helps other people fuck. Yeah, kids. I was gonna say she uh, mostly trafficked them. She, yeah, probably she probably she's not cool yeah. enough to, yeah, yeah. to well, do they, the thing. Well, they, they only uh, prove that she uh, fucked one of them. <laughs> I, I think that may be true um i mean who cares at this point what's true about this case oh god yeah no the, exactly the, the connection uh, that she has to someone who was actually a convicted pedophile uh yeah. before he mysteriously killed himself um and, and this is before the like second time he was you know uh under trial for being a kitty fucker yeah um, oh yeah oh yeah uh and who was the fuck? Whatever happened to the 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 guy who fucking uh, dismissed all those charges? He, who he worked uh, in the Bush administration, Jim Acosta, right? Uh, he, yeah, he became and, and a, the, uh, the Trump, Trump like, Yeah, he was the Trump like financial uh, advisor or something like that. Or no, it was yeah. like Jobs, Jobs or something like that. Um, yeah, something like that. I mean, Jobs and and finance are pretty connected. But uh, yeah, so so Jim Acosta, who who was the guy that was like, all right, we won't p- prosecute you because you've already been convicted of being a uh, pedophile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we won't <laughs> prosecute you on all the other things we could possibly prosecute you on because you're a billionaire. Uh, really is what it so came I, down to. But Mike, sorry, this is a totally different subject. So I I, I apologize, I, but I, don't think I, I was true. thinking that we we would do some kind of uh, like a uh like a cook-off like we used to do you know and we would bring people in 
and they would judge, you know, like how good our hamburgers are. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and what we need to do though, is we need to make sure that no one that's judging our hamburger <laughs> lovers uh, has ever been hungry before. Okay. Or, or even uh, has just never had a hamburger before. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, the, what, what I like to do before I feed someone is I hand them a hamburger and then I ask them, is this the first time you've gotten food poisoning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was way funnier in my head. No, it was still a little but, bit funny. It was pretty funny. I'm a funny guy, guys. Oh, sorry. It was, was uh, Alexander Acosta, uh, Acosta uh, Jessica has pointed out in the chat. Jim Acosta is, is uh, <laughs> he's a news reporter. <laughs> I'm just oh. I, I accidentally called Jim Acosta a pedophile when, when we don't Jim have Acosta, any a known pedophile. You know? He works Probably. for MSNBC, I think. So, eh, who knows? <laughs> I mean, allegedly, a lot of people are pedophiles. Yeah, uh, not not surprised. But yes, it was Alexander Acosta. Thank you, Jessica. Alexander um, Acosta Cortez, a oh, famous no. pedophile. Oh no. <laughs> um, HC eighty uh, twenty rules is what my tech bro brother in law lives by, uh, and also asked what I'm drinking. Um, it's uh, it, I'm back on vodka and uh, cranberry juice. Um, mm. I got over my yes. rum kick, and then last week whiskey and sprite kick. Um, whiskey and seltzer is a good combo. Yeah, for, well, uh, it was a seven and I seven. I like that. So, you know, yeah, yeah. classic. Nice. Uh, so so that's all Very we need nice. for for this link. Let's go to the next link. Uh, where where we learn you know more justice is really occurring in our world. Um, it's the just world it's the best oh man, of all they, worlds they, they blocked us oh man oh shit okay right. oh shit so, so Ghislaine Maxwell may get off on a technicality mm -hmm. also on kids is it just <laughs> <laughs> is she is she like uh, maybe getting off or are they just doing a mistrial well a mistrial um, okay but that you know, they'll do it again it, it'll it, she'll just it, yeah. she'll, she'll just never be officially guilty over like this 20 year series of like new trials. Well, well that's, that's there, how the there, law there's works. a, yeah, I think, is there a limit to mistrials? I, I, I don't I'm, think so. Yeah. I don't know. Because, don't know. because it stands to reason that if you have a mistrial <laughs> in the second trial, like yeah. if something doesn't pass, you know, the sniff test or whatever. If a juror comes Whoa. out and says, "Oh yeah, I I was touched once as a kid and I felt weird yeah. about it," <laughs> they, they can but call a, that a, a second mistrial. And then I that, actually, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I mean, it, it like it, it, like either like I can see a justification for allowing a court case to continue beyond a mistrial, or like double jeopardy, saying that somebody gets off uh i guess that's something that we'd have to look look up yeah but like a mistrial doesn't yeah. would, wouldn't end up bringing up the double jeopardy issue because well, no, they i mean that, never, yeah that that it's like okay well if they can't find a you know fair jury yeah does right society i mean that's that's a huge the, the, the society problem, right? get yeah. to get justice the victims and society get to get justice or do we let the person go right like yeah so I, I, I think i think that 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 there could be a justifiable balance of either saying you can mistrial to infinity, you can mistrial until you stop prosecuting or you mistrial until you just say, 
go with what this jury said. I mean, it, it is ultimately the the uh, like the prosecutors that get to decide whether or not this is going to be brought to court at all. Yeah. And so I, I guess at a certain point, if you had enough mistrials, they could just say we're not going to push it anymore. But I, I can't imagine that that would ultimately occur here. But I, I, I do have. Well, maybe it could. I don't know. Anything could happen in God's land. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but what I uh, what I've decided to do is I'm starting a, a business. Uh, it's a small law firm. Oh, man. Uh, and, and all we do is we hire um, lawyers who are willing to shit their pants uh, so that as they're like, you know, uh, interrogating, not interrogating, Jesus Christ, uh, as they're, they're cross examining, uh, cross examining a, a witness. They just shit their pants and it dribbles down their leg. Oh, man. And then they immediately oh. say, oh, my God, we need a mistrial because I'm ill. Yes. And and obviously no one's going to listen to me anymore. And this is no fault of my own. And, so, and I'm not uh, in my right state of mind because I just shit my pants. Yeah. Now I'm really <laughs> angry and like you, you call someone other than the judge, probably the bailiff, a slur. Uh, and everyone's just like, this is insane. We need to stop for the day. And then you send an apology, uh, letter and you're just like, Hey, I, I have brain worms. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, there's a mistrial that occurs there and you just do that every time. It's just like, so, are you one of those lawyers that shits himself? I, I, I gotta admit, I, uh, I had thought about this work? before. Yeah. No, no, I, I had thought about this before and, um, I don't like the profit motive and what you're talking about is as a, as a profitable business. Yeah. Um, what, what I think needs to happen is if, uh, if we want to live in a land where, where pedophiles can always get off the hook, um, basically everybody just needs to pitch in and, and start, uh, molesting all the kids so that we can, so that we can never have an impartial jury. I mean, honestly, we're pretty close to that. Everyone has an yeah, uncle. Yeah, I know. That, so, that's I mean, part yeah. of the dark joke that I'm also making is yeah. uh, how close we yeah. are to that, where uh, most kids experience some kind of sexual violence. In their um, and that's that's what we get for have been so cute, you know? Oh, like, man. in the end, I oh, deserved everything man. that happened to me. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to justice. Back to justice happening in the world. Um, yeah. Prince Andrew has brought shame uh, upon the royal family because now, uh, uh, shoot, what's her name? Virginia Guffrey. That's the that's the gal that's uh, trying to charge him. I think. I I don't know, man. I, I I purposely avoid anything having to do with the royals. I don't know shit about anything. Well, it fucking Prince, rules. Prince Andrew was the guy that. Um, was, was on the Lolita Express. Yeah, and and, okay. and he uh, he didn't sweat. Know. You know the the charge was that you know the the gal remembers him sweating all over her. And, yeah. Uh, oh, is and, this related to that? That it's the Lolita well, Express thing? Yeah, or? no, no, no. This is Prince oh, Andrew, okay. uh, who who was uh, famously friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, uh, I wasn't sure if it was related to all that stuff. No, it is. Okay. Cool. Um. So go ahead and scroll down. Um. But but basically, but he didn't sweat. I need to hear what what is this? He didn't oh, sweat. Th there thing? was a famous interview that happened with him, where one of the charges was that you know, um, like like when the victim was recalling the events, uh, she she remembers him being very sweaty, 
Um, and uh, uh, Prince Andrew claims that uh, he, he had a very rare condition in which he n was not able to sweat. Actually, I have a famously dry dick. <laughs> um, pre pretty much kind of what he said. And, uh, That's awesome. Um, Good. Good. Uh, now, now, uh, uh, yeah, Virginia Guffrey's uh, uh, case is going through. Um, uh, a Manhattan judge uh, ruled that uh, that that they're allowed to prosecute him. Uh, it's it's going to be weird because he's, uh, oh. uh, you know, he, he's a, a British royal. But uh, basically, what the Queen did is she really gave it to him. She took away all of his military uh, uh, honors. And uh, he's no longer allowed to use his royal highness in official communications. Oh man! Yeah, I got, got fucked. How's he ever going to recover oh. from essentially nothing happening to him? Yeah. Well, she took away his diplomatic, like fucking red tape. Kind of, yeah. sort of. Um, now, now he doesn't. Now he doesn't legally have to say. It is I, your highness, uh, before he goes and fucking rapes someone. Yeah, and and, no. and so the, the funny thing that, that's happening here is is uh, what this is being seen as is the royal family um, distancing themselves from the situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, since he's no longer officially a royal, he's not bringing shame to the royal name. Yeah. Uh, I hate to break it to them, but that's not how reality works. Uh, he, he was a royal during all of those things. Yeah. And it was pretty you, widely known that uh, well, he was a little bit of a guy doing stuff on the side. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, so the, 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 the queen has real military authority and like real like authority within the government of Britain. Right. So she has to have access to some type of intelligence agency. And she didn't know that she raised a pedophile. No, no, no. It's it's actually pretty widely documented that this is something <laughs> that's just kind of been swept under the rug for years, and now it's gotten to the point where it can no longer be ignored. So uh, now they're saying, also, uh, "No, he's not actually a royal right now." So this isn't yeah. about the royal family and and all of our hiding of what he did for decades. We we had him step down from being my grandson or whatever the fuck he is. Yeah, that's that's uh, I think pretty I, funny. Isn't he her son? son? Yeah, son, I yeah. don't. Yeah, her, Again, son. her I don't her know. Son. I don't care. I'm going to forget what you just said <laughs> in a moment. Uh, but also, like, I, it's, it is really funny trying to save the like name and reputation of, you know, something oh, like that. The BBC has been trying to, uh, save uh the queen's reputation uh yeah. by uh running a bunch of pity stories about her yeah uh, see. uh th there were parties on on uh the 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 one year anniversary of uh fucking prince fuckface's death her <laughs> husband yeah well yeah. cool i mean yeah it's well, it's more that the, that the parties weren't about his death; they were just normal parties. Oh, that's funny. No, that nobody gave, <laughs> that nobody gave a shit, I guess. 
You see, uh, we here, as part of the, the, the proud British people, we would we would never we would never rape individuals, only nation, <laughs> only entire nation. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, it's pretty pretty weird that this is the thing that they're deciding to distance yeah. themselves from. Um, notably, uh, Prince Andrew like really gained a bunch of honors during the Falklands War. Which oh, yeah. some cool. of us may uh, may recognize as maybe an illegitimate war. <laughs> it's, I mean, the Falkland Islands are pretty close to England. <laughs> yeah, Pre- yeah, pretty close to to England, Brazil. <laughs> yeah, the other side of the world. Um, but you know what they say: the sun never sets on the sexual abuse. Ooh, it does sometimes, though. Uh, let's uh let's, the British Empire. let's switch gears yeah. to uh Matt Gates which uh, John had a link for. Um so, we're going so, in a non-pedophile arc now, I think, because Matt yeah. Gates is a good stand-up guy. Yeah, he's, oh, he's pretty cool. Oh man. Uh it's more yeah. sex trafficking oh. stuff. His ex-girlfriend. I didn't know 10-year-olds could that could could testify. They can, obviously. They're people. So I I I, I... <laughs> I didn't actually read this article specifically, but however, you watched uh, the, the the story or what? No, no, no. I, I I've I've read about okay. uh, well, a, a few different just, articles about the story. I but, uh, apparently Matt Matt Gates' uh, ex uh, girlfriend uh, has been secretly testifying to the FBI for over a year to bill and uh, to uh, gain immunity from oh, yeah. the the crime she might have committed. Yeah. to testify against uh, Matt Gates, and uh, she testified in a grand jury trial. The whole immunity thing, I mean, obviously sucks in a lot of ways, but it yeah. does lead to situations that are extremely funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will admit to all the bad things I did with this other person, as long as you punish them and not me. Yeah. Just, just a, a bunch of assholes and perverts surrounding one sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Just saying, ah, he's the one with the big scary name, let's, though. Let's not refer to Matt Gates as a sa- sacrificial lamb. <laughs> uh, uh, sacrificial uh, butthead, uh, Beavis. Uh, which, which one is he? Subhuman. Uh, um, yeah, he does. He has the head of a doll. He does. Yeah. He is. He is yeah. uh, extremely animated outsized. doll. Yeah. Um and and then uh a, a, another major topic we have uh following up on last week is is the filibuster which is never going away. I'm so sorry to tell you. Um, I like that we're just, I love that we're just moving on from Matt Gates without uh again bringing up his son slash house slave slash cousin. (laughs) Uh, If you want a fun read, look up uh, Matt Gates's son slash uh, uh, helper is what he called him. Helper. Yeah. Uh, This is, uh, this is my gold digger. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta find my daddy. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. No. Basic essentially known uh underage uh, human trafficker adopts a fucking uh cuban pool boy or something yeah yeah something like that uh, yeah uh named hector um hector. Who, who he originally hector. referred to as his helper and then later on started referring to as his son because he adopted him well and it was Matt politically expedient yeah. at the point uh that this happened I mean, you got to have a little Hector around to help you get the high school girls, you know, yeah. like that's, that's yeah. how you attract them. You're like, 
you see i have a cuban uh teenager yeah i mean Do you like that you, you you gotta have some uh soft brown fingers to tickle your taint while you pay <laughs> an underage girl to let you sodomize her that's yeah. exactly what yeah, yeah. Not, not a personal experience thing i'm, I'm guessing uh something no, you just heard no. on the street right john yeah no i mean i, I think I, I think it was on matt gates word on the street is you need a hector <laughs> yeah. that, that is what that's what a hector is i i heard yeah. the only uh, thing stop i hectoring want me. is stop hectoring. <laughs> of land or more yeah. probably more because i don't think that's very much land actually should i make actually a, a, a Iliad joke a no 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 Iliad jokes here <laughs> um hector's a lot of a lot of land <laughs> well i mean it's, it's like a couple of acres but like one mm, single hectare i think uh, i think a hectare is actually quite a bit all right let's, yeah you let's fucking idiot you don't know how much a hectare is. How about a cubit? What is it? A, how many cubits are a, a, a tall, yep. tall are you? Yep. Sir? There's uh Oh, it's equal to a hundred acres. Never mind, you're right. It's, that's it's a good amount of land. Yeah. I want a hectare then. I I go back on it. Yeah. Give yeah. me a give me a hectare of hectares. <laughs> hectare of hectares. Uh let's let's Heckle, go back to the uh, to the Durban article. Uh Dick Durban. Dick Durban, real name. Um, Amazing has has a problem with Joe Biden's fiery speech about uh, the filibuster. Mm. Um, yeah, we could actually play the uh, the video, which we'll, we'll have to silence that ad. Maybe you know what? Start start playing yeah. it, and I'm just gonna silence the stream that I'm watching. Oh shit! Silence your you oh, started, man. He clicked, you he clicked the ad. Man, now oh god, that is the pop ups. Uh, yeah, we're in we're in hell now. <laughs> Yeah, no. Honestly, I just pulled this up for the uh, the uh, uh, headline because it was a New York Times article, which we don't pay for. Oh, and honestly, okay. okay. So yeah. yeah, this is a different are link we, than I was yeah. thinking it was. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. A couple, a couple of these are different links. I forgot to tell you because uh, no, I got okay. a little drunk, drunk before the podcast. I also feel like but, people would rather listen to us than listen to these fucking idiots. Uh, so basically, Joe Biden said. Um, <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. now that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, several of his, you know, proposed legislations have been killed because of the filibuster and, you know, also the fact that he can't, uh, get two uh, two Democrats in line, two senators in line. Um, now, now he's open to some kind of reform to the, uh, to the filibuster, um, which, which is interesting to say because he knows how things work and, even filibuster reform is almost impossible at this point and and we'll get into that later uh but but basically biden said you know like these incredibly racist like voter suppression laws uh they're they're kind of racist and uh you know he sort of alluded to this is this is similar to to jim crow era kind of things where we're not letting black people vote the same way um etc yes and uh and uh now, now we have a lot of democrats in the party going ah that was a little bit extreme a little bit divisive uh dick durbin is is supposedly the democratic party whip um and uh so senator dick durbin if you can go down to the body of the article he imagine the the aren't aren't like party whips like supposed to be like historically like uh 
like a like zealous yes about yeah the they're supposed to make system. motherfuckers yeah. do it, things li- yeah. literally um, in their name is you put people in the fucking yeah. order <laughs> the uh imagine imagine how much it it must like crush you existentially to be the whip for uh, like a four-year lame duck president slash congress slash senate just just four years of making sure that people do a lot of fucking nothing and then you don't even do that because uh yeah uh, senator dick durbin from illinois the number two senate democrat said wednesday that president biden may have gone a little too far with his rhetoric during a speech in georgia the previous day advocating voting rights legislation during his speech, Biden called for the Senate to pass uh, several pieces of legislation, including the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, while endorsing changes to the Senate filibuster in order to advance the bills. The president put pressure on lawmakers who have opposed making changes to the Senate rules, suggesting they had a choice to side either with advocates for voting rights or historical figures who backed segregation and the Confederacy. Um, what a fucking Dick Durbin, am I right? Right, yeah. Uh, so, so that that's the whip, uh, saying, "Oh, that was a little bit too far." Did did did, did he not actually name the two people that are holding it up in the speech? No, he Cause, he, cause, he cause, put it he put it on uh, Republicans mostly. But I'm oh, glad so, that you brought up the okay. the two Democrats uh, because we'll we'll go ahead and listen to an impassioned speech from Kristen Cinema in the next link. Uh, unless yeah. he changed it wildly on me. Well, you know, if if he uh, if he manages to convince two Republicans, he won't <laughs> have to go through the difficult uh, work of convincing people on his own party. Yeah, we know that Republicans are like completely willing to work with a party that they know that they've beaten. Yeah, uh, desperately amenable yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, one thing we know about the Democrats is yeah. that once you get them on their back. <laughs> they never just <laughs> beg to fucking suck on your toes yeah. and have you smash their balls. Well, while I'm with a here. hammer. No. Yeah. Right. yeah. Why while yeah. you're murdering me with your in, in the spirit you know, of bipartisanship, right. uh I would like to suck on your toes so you know I'm I'm not trying to offend you while you yeah. uh while you viciously mount me. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm I, so I, sorry you came early, Master. Could you do it again? I, I, I've strapped my own legs into the stirrups, and, <laughs> and my asshole is pre-greased. Yeah. Ooh, greased. Not even lube. Yeah. Greased. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, so, that's so for the long term. Yeah. So so it lasts all night. Yeah. I like a dry lubricant, uh, like a yeah, like like like, baby like a graphite powder. graphite spray, you know that kind yeah. of thing. What are you, a yeah. fucking like door lock or I'm something? Lock. <laughs> yeah. I'm a master lock. You know it's got to be dry because I'm outdoors a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so you sorry. Just that I said blown that. open. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, that rolls. Uh, my my insides have become my outsides. Uh, hopefully, um, <laughs> hopefully this video has has parts of Chris and Cinema's speech. Uh, so if we could play yeah. it, 
Maybe. Putting rights showdown in Washington. We have learned at this hour that Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema are meeting with President Biden at the White House tonight. But earlier today, just an hour before the president traveled to the Capitol to meet with Democrats, what Senator Sinema declared in a speech. Did she and Manchin effectively halt the president's effort on voting rights? Rachel Scott on the Hill again tonight. Tonight, a tough blow for President oh. Biden from a member of his own party. Less than an hour pill to make a voting rights legislation. Emma declared she continue to support these bills. I will not support separate actions that worsen the underlying disease of division infecting our country. Her announcement undercutting the president's visit. And when he emerged from his meeting with Senate Democrats, the president sounding somewhat defeated. I hope we can get this done. The honest to God answer is, I don't know what they're going to get this done. But one thing for certain, one thing for certain, like every other major civil rights bill that came along, if we miss the first time, we can come back and try it a second time. And never get anything done. Yeah. We're, we're not in an yeah. election year or anything, so we've got plenty of time to, to get these voting rights uh, bills passed. Um, and, and uh, you know, if these voting rights bills aren't passed within like a certain deadline, there's not going to be a massive change in the uh, through through redistricting, like we talked about. Um, oh, Jesus! Uh, on on the last episode, yeah. uh, redistricting is going is going to uh, completely change how um, the votes matter and the votes count. Um, th there's not going to be like a a, a red uh, wave or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and and we're never going to get these voting rights. I I mean, at, at this point, you know, I I think we all understand I mean, it, it neither party matter. is actually like working <laughs> yeah. in interest of, uh, yeah. of us. No, so I'm, God, I'm not no, saying that no, the red wave is like any worse or better than the blue wave because the blue wave obviously didn't do jack shit for us either. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just saying, like, if we were to take the Democrats on their word and say that hey, these voting rights bills are going to allow us to actually start doing stuff. They don't actually fucking care. Um, the fact that they're willing to so slowly walk it through the process and go like, well, you know, if it doesn't pass this once, there's always round two. Uh, no, there's not always round two because when round two uh, is, is supposedly going to happen, yeah. we're, we're going to have a legislative body that is just going to obviously be anti-voter. Um, yeah. Democracy is they're a lie. Buy a farm. Live on it get guns sorry there's yeah there's <laughs> always uh that what 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 he said but but gather a bunch of people together um yes but uh i uh jesus sorry i'm my brain's still sick but all, all all i know is that there's always a second chance to stop the bleeding you know <laughs> like you know you, you can always make things better um but but you know, Kirsten Cinema makes makes a, a great point, and it reminds yes. me of something that was happening uh, with uh, me earlier. Oh, um, you know, I have um, uh, or I had I, I had a couple roommates, right? And and one of them uh, kept on like while the other one was sleeping, kept filling uh, her eyes with like cock from a cocking gun, like filled her eyes with with caulking and her ears also. And then <laughs> I can't not laugh at this. 
<laughs> God damn it. The whole joke is ruined because I, I can't keep a straight face. Yeah. About it. But we just like fill all of her orifices uh, with with the caulking, all of her facial ones, all the normal, not weird ones. Yeah. Um, and, oh, yeah. And just, like it almost, almost killed her a couple times. Mouth yeah, throat. almost killed her a couple yeah. times. And, you know, it's really dramatic. And, you know, so I they were sitting there at the breakfast table. And at this point in time, they'd argued so much that they weren't even talking anymore. And so I came in and I, I just said, you know what, guys, I understand it. Things have been really stressful. And I don't really I don't agree what, with what Steve has been doing to you at night. OK, I don't. But I am so tired of the disease yes. of division <laughs> in this household. <laughs> and so really, I mean, if it's what he wants to do. We've all got to work together, you know, yeah. to come to a yeah, resolution on this. In, yeah. in the end, this it's I'm not a pro cock household, oh, man. but we're not anti cock either. <sighs> yeah. Um, be, 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 be a good oppressed and compromise with your oppressors. We love the latex yeah. in many work, ways. Work with your oppressors is, is always good advice. Yes. Become a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and, and skip the next link because it's going to be a lot of talking and, and we're running a little bit long here. Let's Whatever, go to man. the fun stuff, which, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so make, make, make the video big. Yes. I, uh, I love this one so much. I, I love that this is back. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I think back. I think this is the same guy that was fucking like like uh that uh was on a big like viral uh won't ruin it for the the, yeah. the viewers and listeners. I, I think oh, you're man. starting a little bit yeah. late in the video, so if you can make sure it's back at the beginning. Yep, there we go. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and play it. The antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy yep okay and i know to a lot of you a lot of you this sounds crazy but guys god's given us everything we need okay everything. and it's give this again i test and prove all things okay um this has been around for centuries um we, we've got research after research documented peer-reviewed published papers on urine <laughs> I love I love that even if he didn't say any of that stuff you'd be able to tell even if he didn't say anything but the voice helps uh it he he could stay entirely are you smart you should go for smart home insurance he could be standing in the corner of the room and you, you could just be staring at him and you would know this is a man that needs to drink piss to come yes yeah <laughs> like it's he, just he's a whoa, piss boy so good. a boy of piss oh, god's, well, god's I, special little piss pig <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess well and the, you know what that he needs other people to 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 validate his drinking piss though well yeah. that, that's what's not even validating him. i'm sure he wants to feel kind of weird about it but he 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 wants other people to be tricked into also drinking piss like i don't think it's about validation i think it's about like <laughs> yeah, just like, when he goes home at night he's sitting in his tub full of like strange ominous fluids and and he, he just kind of like 
Yeah. And then he just kind of like looks up to the ceiling and, and, and remembers for a moment that there's probably like four old women like pissing in one another's eyes yeah. and like drinking out of shot glasses. It's like cloudy and it just like strangely viscous. And then he just like blows a, a, a load into the, the hot water of the tub and it, <laughs> it like denatures like uh, yeah, like it, egg it, whites. It, it, it curdles immediately, immediately yeah. in the fucking like salt, the high sodium fucking it, like exactly. bath. Yeah. And, and, and then and it immediately no. just starts drinking from his own font, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, so part, like a- part, of what I, <laughs> part of what I love about his argument is that he said, uh, you know, God's given us everything we need. And he's mm, talking about right. a bodily byproduct, which makes me yeah. wonder, like, like I, I mean, if, if we're talking about byproducts of, of like bodily functions, like, um, <laughs> Did God really give us everything we need? Because like you need like food and water, right? You mm. need something oh. external that's not like weird, gross piss from your own body in well, order to even produce that know, piss. Yeah. Uh, well, and then and then like God, like like it's pretty clear that you're supposed to get rid of that stuff, right? Like like that's why your body ejects it. I mean, get it, rid of it. If God was like an intelligent designer, which we're we're told to believe all the time. Wouldn't there just be like an internal kind of like tube that just like runs like, the piss right back into like, you? No, 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 no. You're you're misunderstanding this. Oh, yeah. Okay. You see, Mike, there was a point in human history, an antediluvian point, you could call it, right? Um, <laughs> where we we all existed in harmony with the world. It was Edenic, again, another word you could use for it. Sure. Uh, and and we, we had everything that we needed because we knew how to be in communication with our surroundings and with our own bodies. Yeah. And so there was just an inherent understanding that you know, in a community like, oh, my God, this little boy is dying from uh, I'm, I'm just going to randomly say syphilis for some reason. Uh, oh, man. And this child is dying. Matt, Matt Gates got him. Yeah, yeah because he was he's this snake. Uh, and, and you would just be like, well, thankfully, God gave me the ability to cure this child. Uh, you know, so you, you have to be able to use it for others as well. Because you don't need to pee all the time, Mike, right? Um, and so it's that ability to hold on to that type of like in, inherent information. Because when when so, someone so- says, like, we have an inherent understanding that piss is good, right? You can see it evolutionarily, where where if if someone walks in your house, and and this happens to me a lot, uh, but if someone if someone walks in your house and says, This place smells like piss, <laughs> this, place, this place smells like urine. I, I I immediately know that they're complimenting me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like your breath smells like actual feces, and I'm just yep. like, I know it's the it's the healing paste that God gave me. Yeah, yeah. So Bind I mean, it's just because you shit uh, has historically yeah. worked in in yeah. wars. Yeah. And and other things. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, when people are talking about like using honey uh, as like an antibiotic, uh, that's actually that's a mistranslation from Aramaic, uh, where they were just trying to say something honey colored. Uh, they're talking about yeah. pissing in one another's yeah. wounds. Yeah. Obviously. But so you're just disconnected from your culture, Mike. 
Oh man, yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> I as a white person, I, I don't want to say that uh, that uh, oh. that that piss is my culture. Um, I, I got to be well, honest with you, I'm, it's all I'm, of our culture. I'm going to push yeah. back on that just a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the problem, so, isn't it? Um, you know, I I understand. What do you think John is drinking piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I, I've got I, nothing I against people with piss kings. <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Sorry. I, know, I think it's kind of cool. Nah, not not a fan. Um, well, I mean, like, like, like a, a kink's different from uh, getting on uh, social media and trying to convince uh, millions of people to uh, cure uh, diseases with your kink. With piss, yeah. 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 Uh, if, it, if you... It, it is different, but I, I still yeah. don't think it's okay. If, if I, two people walked up to me and one of them said, I support your piss fetish. If, if Lepo walked up to me and, and, and said, man, last night I was hanging out with my partner and we just started like having a squirt gun fight. Oh, uh, oh. And, and it, it went on for hours and it was just the most fun I've ever had. And we both left it so satisfied. I'd be like, all right dude it's weird that you're telling me that but it rules also and i hope you're happy god bless if someone then walked up to me afterwards and said i drank my own piss last night because it's going to cure my cancer i would start crying yeah. <laughs> that, that is different and, I, I will grant you know, but but yeah. um so, yeah you know it's like uh like, i'm, like, I'm anti-piss king sorry i had to come out this way <laughs> Yeah, like uh, like the 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 human centipede, you know that 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 guy was okay because it was a kink, you know yeah. he wasn't he wasn't yeah. trying to cure anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's fine like when you when you take things, people okay? and you uh you you uh w- without consent make them participate in your kink. That's that's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I mean no. it's to it's to cure uh the syphilis that uh Matt Gates gave all those kids. Yeah. Um, on look, on the on the the British Royal Navy Express, yeah, with uh, Prince uh, Henry and in, Harry, the 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 little Saint James Island, yeah, the Edenic antediluvian paradise, yeah, selling adrenochrome to fucking Joe Biden and Your Donald Trump, stripy little ice cream hut, <laughs> <laughs> stripy little weird Greek Persian ice cream hut. <laughs> It all Greco goes back Persian, to the movie. Is that like an architectural type? I don't think it sounds so. racist, but yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go ahead and go to the next link. Uh, done, done talking about piss for a little bit. Oh man. Um, I I doubt. Are it. you sure? Uh, yeah. You sure? <laughs> make make, make, the, make, make the video uh, make the video big, John. Please. Big boy video. You know, if you've gotten COVID four to seven times, uh, your piss is probably the best vaccine. Yeah. This is Joe Rogan taking taking a hard L on his taking own podcast. Taking the piss out of Free. a hard P. <laughs> but uh but basically uh joe, joe rogan continues to misunderstand what uh i, I mean he he learned probably the biggest word that he's ever learned in his life which is myocarditis um with my, 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 myocarditis myocarditis sorry i didn't even learn it i guess uh with, which uh it isn't that serious of a condition it can happen inflammation naturally. of the heart yeah it can happen naturally in like a lot of different circumstances um 
But for some reason, Joe Rogan has decided to latch onto this as, as like a reason for, for young men and especially uh, young children who are boys uh, to not get the vaccine because it has a slightly increased chance of myocarditis uh, in, in, in young, uh, young boys. Um, and, and then he gets fact checked by his guest, who I assume will never be back on, on the podcast ever again. Uh, and then uh, also young Jamie uh, you know, does, doesn't help Joe here. Um, so, so let's go ahead and watch uh, also, this video. Just oh, go one really, really quick thing while I remember it is that, um, and I can't believe I don't hear this used very often, but oftentimes when, when people are talking about the symptoms that come off of the, uh, the vaccine and like different problems that it could give you, like these are by and large, like also the same problems that the virus fucking gives you, right? But, but because less the, intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, you're right, right. The vaccine gives it to you less intense, like right. Uh, and and one of the reasons is that like, and there there are all these weird articles that I I've been sent because people are fucking just want to drive me crazy, uh, talking about how it's like you actually have a drop in your ability to make like certain immune uh, related proteins, like when you end up getting the vaccine, which is true, but the reason it's true is because the spike protein ends up causing a problem with the production of these other proteins. And guess what else has the spike protein? The fucking virus, Yeah. right? And no, so th like th they, they keep talking. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, myocarditis, I would believe, uh, I, I'm like 99%, I haven't even looked into this, but myocarditis, I'm pretty sure is probably a, a symptom of, uh, of COVID. It, is it is it, it just it is. me or did uh did the uh neon sign uh artist it gets not, not more not try when they made uh, it gets dumber every sign. time I see it like it looks yeah. like it belongs in a like a Disneyland restaurant now yeah, yeah no I I mean like I, I've seen bar <laughs> signs like like shitty fucking like yeah like fucking bar signs this that looks are better like than shit that. you would see in a Chili's yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and. And yeah, an, an eighteen-year-old making twelve dollars an hour, uh, uh, fucking uh, made this sign. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, he's making three dollars an hour because the Texas uh, shut down all neon sign regulation. Uh, no, sorry, uh, but uh, but just 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 to to bolster that last point that I made, and then I'll shut the fuck up. Uh, is just that you know I I think that the Hist not hysterical, but like the the weird uh, focus that liberals have on like trust the experts and shit is is cringe and stupid, oh, and, you know, all that. Uh, and like I am someone that is extremely critical of science. Like if you've ever sat down and talked to me for any period of time or like Same. read anything that I've written, but but having a very basic degree of scientific literacy would probably be helpful for people because yeah like i have a lot of critiques of like painting too uh but you know being, it, being able to draw lines yeah, is a good yeah. thing <laughs> yeah it's useful to know about shit yeah. being, and, being able to and like the fact that you have the space or whatever <laughs> yeah and the fact that the vaccine exists at all whether or not it does exactly what you think it does or, or want it to means that there's some kind of operating theory that functions behind this and doctors do exist and shit like that so you <laughs> yeah. should probably learn some of this shit uh and you know it's not 
I, I, I've spent a lot of time reading about this stuff just because of my own like individual like background and experiences and stuff. But but it's not that fucking complicated. A lot of it, like the basic concepts, really not. and a lot of it boils down to just like basic logic of okay, the mRNA vaccine does what? It makes your um, cells produce the spike protein so that it's able to do other things. And so generally speaking, if the spike protein is the problem, then the virus, which also has the fucking spike protein is going to cause the same fucking problem, but worse. It's in, I just, it's mind blowing to me. One of the problems that that I've seen a lot, and this is hopefully the last point we'll make before we watch this video people seem to think so. that their dna is sacred in some way dude that, that your dna oh, no. doesn't like constantly change with like variations of like slight like um yeah uh, get like, ravaged by everything yeah your show DNA, me your telomeres your dna is is constantly being altered basically with every experience that you have in your life and and people yeah. have to come up with these like um uh uh science fiction sort of like ir- uh, interpretations of what dna alteration is where it's like yeah. if you alter my dna am i going to grow a pussy or am i going to grow like a second set of limbs no that's not what your dna really does at all and yeah. alterations yeah. in your dna are constant versus or, or uh, uh in the context of like what climate you live in what kind of foods you yep. eat um whether or like not you've it, had contact with a virus uh can yeah. change your dna uh so your dna and constantly it, fucking changes yeah and it, it it sucks because there was there was such like a it became a new fad for a while and i, I don't hear people talking about it oh see actually madison just brought it up but but people used to talk all the time about like how interesting this newish field of epigenetics is and and it is but it became like the new quantum mechanics for like tech bros to talk about like how we can change the world uh but but people people for like just a moment in time began to understand that like just because something is identifiable i just made a meme about this just because the (laughs) thing is identifiable doesn't mean that it's bad necessarily Right. right and and that like methylating a gene or something like that is going to have some kind of effect, but it could be good. It could be bad. It could do all the sorts of different things. And that your, you know, your, your genes through either epigenetics or through like their own mutations of the genes themselves do all sorts of different shit. And also mRNA is a different thing. And it's just, uh, it's a very but, different but thing from RNA, DNA. I just, RNA uh, is like DNA when you say it. And, 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 you know, just like people don't understand very simple cell biology, no. which is, which is that this, the another thing that's like startling to me. Of the cell. We all yeah, that's the only, that's yeah, the only, that's thing, the only thing, thing anybody knows or remembers because that's yeah. the only thing you walk out of in high school. Uh, yeah. as far as <laughs> biology is concerned it's i oh, i want to everyone come on to the discord and join our sci y chat yeah so i can continue talking about this i need to get sucked yeah. down more rabbit holes on on bad building yeah. um he'll talk about building i'll talk about uh this stupid shit uh john will ignore us because he doesn't love us we, we have lots of smart people in the discord actually who are, who are having guess. really nice conversations yeah. yeah it's true it's true um you know, I, I go ahead, John. I, I should probably just uh, actually get a Discord on my phone. Yeah. So that I can uh, talk to you guys uh, when I should be working. Yeah, I, yeah. I intentionally yeah. don't have it on my phone because I don't want to be. Uh, 
sucked into that. <laughs> but, so, so I I have operating hours on Discord because it's when I, whenever I'm done with work for that day is is when I'll finally uh, hop on. Let's watch this clip. Uh, Joe Rogan taking a taking a big so L long. on his own podcast. Young and, boys in particular. There's an ad. And Wait, then, is he uh, talking to Matt Gates? Not talking to Matt Gates. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. He said he said young boys. Young Joe, boys. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan possibly, taking the D. Possibly the only pedophile uh, or non-pedophile. I was going to say. Uh, that we, that <laughs> no, we've what, talked about tonight. Of, of all of the things yeah. you could say about Joe Rogan that are stupid and true. Yeah, he's not uh, a pedophile. He's not a pedophile. Huh? Yeah. yeah. He's the one person in yeah. media that's not a pedophile. <laughs> well, the one person that we've talked about tonight that's not a pedophile. You go. Yeah. He's the only person in the world that's not a pedophile. <laughs> Well, like, like, uh, like, uh, so I, what, what, I'm not sure what you guys' uh, opinions are. Is Joe Rogan insidious or is he just that, like, that, like, dumb friend? That he's just a dumb friend. He's the, he's yeah. the smartest dumb person, the dumbest smart person. He, he's smartest a, dumb he's person. a dumb friend that, that should honestly know better in a lot of circumstances. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he, yeah. uh, very intentionally does not push back on certain subjects um well yeah i mean he's he's the perfect example of the tendency to not want to have fights with people the same way you have them on the internet when you speak to them in person i mean right like he's not a journalist or anything he's just a guy that likes chatting with people and so he got sucked into like the wrong like group of like weird conservative guys because he wanted to be anti-pc and he likes conspiracy theories and now every time someone comes up to him and says I don't know that black people are people. He's just like, ah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, wow. But, Where did you come um, about but, but, that theory? <laughs> but if you bring up weed, he'll have a fight with you about that. He yeah. cares about the right things. But at, at the same time, he kind of knows how to shut the fuck up because if Matt Gates was on here, he'd be talking about how he snuck fucking uh, Hector into the country to fucking uh, pick up a 17-year-old girl's for him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I just think he's kind of, he's, he's kind of dumb. I think he's a little <laughs> nefarious, like, in a way, but he's also like kind of a good guy. And I don't know. Everyone's complicated, but I, I think he's mostly just kind of dumb and just an idiot. By, yeah, by de- other assholes. The the stupidity rules here. Yeah. <laughs> never um, never explain with malice what you can explain with stupidity. Yeah, stupidity, and, and, <laughs> and I would say like a, a, an actual lack of any kind of agenda, which, um, it's not yeah. always good to not have an agenda of some kind. Well, no. <laughs> his his agenda is like I, I'm a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Which is absolutely an agenda. So sure, right. Like but, it's, but like on a lot uh, of subjects, it's, it's kind of just yeah. like, oh, I don't know what to think about this. So yeah, go ahead, white supremacist. Say what say whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> but that's also like why so all, all of this stuff falls into I mean, because everything is ideology, right? And and, and so because this ideology can be absolutely uh, just boxed into dude. Um, you some some qualities of this ideological system are um, an obsession with the ability for people to say offensive stuff. Yeah, uh, a, a kind of dorkish curiosity about only specific cool things. Um, a uh, uh, you know having a very certain kind of like hierarchical understanding of you know basic things like you know whether or not you're allowed to be good at like kickboxing uh, and just like sorting out little mechanisms of stuff um, and a lot of this stuff like ultimately on its own even the hierarchical one to, in like certain degrees in certain ways aren't necessarily harmful but then you plug him 
just wanting to be a dude uh, into a whole bunch of people that are like, yeah, we have to venerate the housewife and like, you know, uh, make sure that uh, we keep our families safe from the, the brown people down south. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it he becomes a beautiful conduit for all sorts of like actually harmful stuff. Right. And it's like, oh, trans people are, I don't know, not people or whatever the fuck. Um, Danko said trans rights. Um, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's all it's like people affect people. People affect people's opinions and thoughts, and even innocent people become uh, complicit in the awfulness of other people because that's just how this shit works. Inshallah. Go ahead, let's go ahead and finally play this clip. Yeah, sorry. Adverse <laughs> risk associated with the vaccine. It's like yes. a two to four fold increase in the instances of myocarditis. Yes, but you know what? Hospitalization. The, you know that there's an increased risk of myocarditis in among that age cohort from getting COVID as well, which exceeds the risk of myocarditis oh. from the vaccine. Oh, that's true. I don't think it it's is. true. I don't. No, no, no. I don't think it's true that there's an increased risk of myocarditis from people catching COVID that are young versus increased risk of myocarditis from the vaccine no there is there's both Proof, well, let's look that up because i don't think that's true <laughs> there's myocarditis more common after covid19 infection than vaccination but is this with children <laughs> already uh, we're moving the gold desperately yeah, we're talking about young people men and boys aged under 30 after this is what it says here with, with children is the issue which like male puberty ends at like 25 play the video john I, I, well no we this, were talking about 15 year olds well we're talking about young children male so, yeah, 12 to 17 12 to 17 more like to build myocarditis within three months of catching covid at a rate of 450 cases per million infection this compares to 67 cases of myocarditis per million at the same time following their second dose of pfizer yeah, so you're about eight times likely to get myocarditis from getting COVID than from getting the vaccine. That's interesting. Now, that, that is said, not what I've read before, but also it's like... That's my favorite shit. Well, <laughs> even when we're reading these things, it's like, what are we getting this from? Is this from the <laughs> VAERS report? Even from the VAERS reports, when they report this stuff, it's like the amount of people that report, the um, like it's the under-reporting... Oh, my God. Oh, so the last thing I, I, would, I would like to say is that uh, VAERS is a... a <clears throat> a publicly available uh, reporting system um w which does not have any vetting whatsoever so you could just be like i got the vaccine and i died and that's now in yeah. the vares reporting system um how did you put that in the vares reporting system as a person who was dead nobody knows but it's in the vares reporting system uh so so vares doesn't matter vares is just something where you can Public re publicly report that that you, uh, you know, had some kind of medical procedure or some some kind of uh, you know disease infection, and X happened afterwards. Um, it, it's open to the the entire public. So literally, like I said, you could go on there and be like, I got the vaccine and I I got boils that that uh, formed on my ass and uh, they, then then tentacles when they burst, came they out turned of the tip me gay. Of my penis. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so VAERS is not a real thing. Um, the the actual scientific reporting is Clean that uh, you have it's a like higher chance of, of getting myocarditis if you get the vaccine or or if if you get if COVID you get, yeah. uh, than, than if you get the vaccine. So, um, and and as in all things, it's more mild when you get it through the vaccine than it is when you yeah. get it through the disease because the disease is actually trying to fucking kill you. Yeah, um, I don't. 
I don't understand the basic inability of people to uh, just think through this very basic equation where, okay, actually, here's a really great metaphor for it. Okay. Okay. So um, I, uh, I got locked out of my car uh, and there is a, uh, a gorilla inside of it. <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. And and if I uh, allow the gorilla to remain inside of the car, it will smash the windows and tear out the seats and then tear off the doors and then shit all over the inside of it and then drink all my gasoline. Right. Fucking badass gorilla, dude. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, listen to Joe Rogan. You'll learn all sorts of shit about how cool gorillas are. <laughs> Look at that <laughs> but, but I have the option of of using of 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 risking, or or not even risking, but just you know performing one of these mechanisms, and I can break the window. Yeah. And and I know that this species of gorilla will simply leave the car. Right. Right. So the fact that there's one mechanism that they have in common and that this thing that we're trying to avoid has all of these other mechanisms of hurting you sure should mean that you probably go with one of them and not the other one right we, i don't uh, know john uh, because you're not necessarily nodding i uh, i feel like maybe i've lost mike it, uh, you see he, he doesn't understand this stuff uh, oh, okay. so <laughs> so john which one would you choose would you uh, break the window or would you let the gorilla work itself out uh yeah, I mean, I think all I could do is mm-hmm. let the gorilla work itself out <laughs> all over yeah. my like seats or whatever yeah. Yeah. is going oh. on in the metaphor. Yeah, I mean that's the opinion that I have. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, I didn't I didn't want to insult you like that. Oh, but uh, did, anyways. What would you what would you do, Mike, in this situation? Uh, I mean, John I, and I, I will say simply, let the gorilla do its thing. I believe that the gorilla doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> 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 Man, that is I mean, the, the that. end of the podcast episode. The <laughs> <laughs> um, chimp eating all of our faces. Yeah. Well, gorilla chimps are different. Please. Yeah, I don't care yeah. anymore. God damn it, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. This is where we're going to end things. Dicks, I think. For, oh, is it actually night. okay? Yeah. Well. Oh, what, what's this? Oh wait, no, it's Neil Bush. Yeah, it's Neil Bush. We already talked about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You forgot to close that window, you son of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to catch me. Sure. Like I can't see the tabs at the top. You bastard. I can't read. So. <laughs> um, the, the only link we're skipping is going to be probably like an hour long discussion about how the Senate rules are made up. So uh, uh, none of us are ready for that. Yeah, I'm actually surprised we uh, we uh, didn't uh, shoot ourselves over that. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll address that later. There's still time. We'll address that later. Okay. Um, Dorian, do you have anything that you would like to uh, to to advertise or shout out? Um, Usual stuff. We actually uh, we have another open uh, workshop this week, uh, as well as next week. Uh, this week is a pretty casual thing, just for hanging out. Uh, and next week we will finally be touching on the Deleuze. Uh, I haven't been able to prepare for us to meet about Deleuze, uh, so we had to push back. But it means that we have a bunch of open uh, uh, space for people to just pop in if they want to. Uh, especially this week, like I said, is very casual thing. People kind of sharing their own stuff, just kind of hanging out. 
Uh, so if you go to patreon.com slash Truncata, T-R-U-N-C-A-T-A, or if you just hit up Mike or myself, uh, it's ultimately free if you want it to be. Otherwise, we'll take a donation uh, and then give it to someone to pay their rent or something. Uh, it's it's varied, but we give the money away. Yep. Uh, and um, I, I'm going to be going on to uh, Schizotopia again uh, in the near future to talk about the new Matrix movie, uh, as well as all of the Matrix movies, as well as another movie. It's all surprise, uh, but you should follow them if you haven't already. Really fun conspiracy theory, weird shit podcast. Uh, Max, the host, is uh, is is a, a lad, an absolute lad, uh, and uh, he's he's really fun to talk to. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all for me. Cool. Yeah. Um, same stuff as usual with uh, with me. Um, you, you can follow me at Benzo Rehab Dungeon, which you probably already are if you're on the if you're watching the podcast or listening to the podcast. Uh, as always, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon uh, aims to be a free. Well, not aims. Will always be a free broadcast. <laughs> We're trying to make it freer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to make it freer every day. Uh, but uh, if, if you would like to support this, uh, please go to patreon.com slash Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Um, any support you give uh, can can only help further this project. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything else to, to advertise. John, do you have anything? Uh, uh, no, I'm just going to continue continue to uh secretly uh doomsday prep instead of uh produce content hell yeah so uh uh no yeah oh um, i actually do have one last thing oh, go ahead. um which is that uh uh go on to instagram if you're one of those people and follow operationis editorial hmm. yeah um this is uh it's a small publication uh focusing on architecture art and architectural philosophy and uh, actually, Mike and I are both working on publications for them. Yep. Uh, but even before that comes out, uh, you should follow them. And uh, yeah, they are. They're very cool. They have a great page and the work that they do is really gorgeous. Uh, so Absolutely. Yeah, check them out. Operationis.editorial. Cool. Yeah. Um, with that, as always, we love you. Please take your medicine. Please take mine, too. And make sure to share some with your friends. Gold digger.